Hello. And welcome. To I Spit in Your Mouth. An ooky, ooky, ooky spooky podcast. I am Dottie Spartans. And I am Golia Spartans. And somehow they haven't canceled this yet. <laughs> and we're already drunk. A uh, so, little bit. A little bit. You know, I mean, it is... It is what it is, but we're doing great. We're having a, a wonderful time. We, we cracked time. in a little early today. Which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. It's a Sunday. We're in a pandemic. I think that personal lives and everything, I think that we are all very going through it. It's holiday season. Too. Yeah, it's it's been rough, but I think that we will be able to get through it as long as we have booze. And Very much so. And Lamarca Prosecco. We love you. Sponsor us. Like, seriously sponsor us. Because we're not, you know, we don't need a lot. Even if you just supplied our Prosecco consumption per episode. Yeah. Like, I think that's What do we need, three bottles of Prosecco every other week? Yeah, that's not bad. (laughs) That's not bad. They probably, like, piss out three bottles of Prosecco every other week. Right, that's fine. So... Before we get into our interview for this episode, we're going to cut in the sound of us opening our bottle of Prosecco because we already opened our bottle of Prosecco well, and drank. Right, let's let's be transparent. So, as always, I was late. Dottie was a little on the tardier side today, too, but I was really late. But I as... think I was also on the tardier side because I expect you to be tardy. Yeah, which so is I fair. try to give you time. Which is fair. Anyway, um, so yeah, we cut into it early because we were running late and our wonderful, fantastic fantastic interview with Crimson Kitty was meant to start at a certain time and we did not give ourselves enough time to record the intro, so we just had to crack on into the Prosecco. Yeah, well, because we were starving, so we shoveled some salsa fresca into our faces, and that took up the time that we would normally do to record our intro, so... listen, a bitch needs to eat. So we're gonna... This is is where we're gonna edit in that sound of the... of the pop and the the sizzle of the... Popping bottles. Yeah. Popping bottles. Okay, so <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about what's going on in our lives. I'm about to eat this chip. Eat it. <laughs> Always eating a goddamn chip of some kind. This a chip, a taki. A taki is all. a chip. It's a rolled up chip. <laughs> but it's a roll. <laughs> so uh, things have been rough on my end. Um, I, I ask that you all send um, positive vibes and thoughts to my family. My grandmother is in the hospital um, recovering. She had COVID and uh, she has taken a turn for the worst. Uh, we're not sure uh, how things are going to go. So if you guys can just, you know, keep me and my family in your thoughts, we would really appreciate that. Uh, other than that, you know, just been working and, and taking care of my kittens and watching a lot of baking shows on Netflix. Um, I am not, I don't have anything quite as serious other than job is job. And, you know, if anyone knows anyone that's hiring, hit me up. But no, just kidding. But not really. Um, But I think that 
you know, the holiday season is especially tough for a lot of people, especially in a pandemic where not everyone gets to be together uh, with their family in this holiday season. And some people are sick. A lot of people have lost people since the last holiday season, which is also incredibly unfortunate. Holiday season in vet med is always really brutal. For some reason, people like to put their pets down around this time. So mm. it's like extra tough. Yeah. But this is why La Marca Prosecco comes in handy this time of year because we need to numb our pain somehow. Absolutely. So thank you, La Marca Prosecco. And also thank you, copious amounts of pot. That'll do it for sure. That'll do it. <laughs> so we are going to introduce our fabulous guest. They are... I wish this was a talkie. We'll get you Takis, relax. So they are a fabulous AFAB performer who does beautiful and really intricate drag performances. They go very they they, you could tell that they come up with an idea and they look at every possible angle in which to execute it perfectly. And they do. They do it so well. And the the looks are always nerdy or spooky and it just hits me where 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 my heart lives so i thought you were gonna say it hits you in the warm spot and i was gonna bring this back to your colon (laughs) (laughs) as you know we love to talk about my butthole that again follow us at i spit in your mouth or follow dottie spartans at dottie spartans or myself at gulia spartans Honestly, just ask Dottie, though, for a picture of her butthole, and she'll be more than happy to supply it for you. I will send it to you. I have it ready to go, saved on my phone. So without further ado... Multiple angles. Unbleached. We we are going to call in Crimson Kitty from the other side, from the spirit realm. So please lower the lights, light your candles, maybe... Get your wine. Maybe light an incense. Who knows? I don't know how you an incent? And what single? An incent. <laughs> well. <laughs> All right. Anyway, do what you gotta fucking do to set the mood. Light an incent, apparently, <laughs> is what you fucking call it. Just one. Just one. Light an incent. Light a candle. Fondle your butthole. And, and get ready for Crimson Kitty. Ooh, they would love that. Spooky. I'll know your butthole. Is there anyone there who wishes to speak to anyone here? They're here. We are calling out into the spirit world. Hello. Are you there? Crimson Kitty. Are you there with us? Knock, knock. Oh. Oh, There is a disgruntled kitty somewhere. Well, there are two in this apartment and another coming in from the spirit world. Exactly. (laughs) Disgruntled kitty is like my 2020, like, disgruntled. It's wonderful. Well, Crimson Kitty, welcome. We're so happy to have you on the podcast. Yes, I'm excited. I love podcasts. Yeah, it's super fun. And, you know, I mean, I, you and I go back years. years so, years, uh, years. And I just, 
I just adore your work and everything you do. Thank I mean, I, I will forever say that your talkie Tina is one of my favorite things in the entire world. <laughs> it's my favorite number to do. I was finally happy to do it. It's a digital drag number, you know, because now it's cemented permanently. There, there we go. go. It exists. Like, yeah, exactly. It's, I love that number. That's yeah. my baby. Nobody it's else. So good. I'm like, I, no. I remember seeing it the first time you did it at Look Queen and that's what like, I won yes yeah, it was so great and you you really went all black and white it was so well Ooh. done I loved every minute of it and then to see yeah. you do it for digital I was I was so excited you're like oh. now it exists forever and I get to go back to it as many obsessive times exactly. as I want to exactly but the fun part about it is the first chorus in the video I didn't put a filter on it and nobody's clocked it so far oh that's awesome <laughs> I do that. I like to put Easter eggs in my uh, my acts. I'm one but, of those people. But now we all know. Now we all know. Now <laughs> gonna know. But I think I needed to tell the public. I think the public had like a right to know. So. Yeah. All right. That's fair. That's fair. Well, yeah. That's, if if you you heard it here first, I say fuck the public. <laughs> Let well, them suffer. I've I've been trying to fuck the public. Uh, you really have. <laughs> well, honey, we've seen your thirst, Jim. <laughs> we all know about that, honey. We all know about that. Listen, you are Correct. not you are no stranger to thirst traps yourself. Oh no, so. I'm not. I'm thirst. I can't post them on my Instagram because that's like a lot of people access me at work because I do community engagement. So a lot of my youth, I work with LGTB like youth and stuff, mm -hmm. specifically the homeless population because they need help, right? And they all find me on, on Instagram, so I can't post any thoughty instagram oh. but facebook uh, uh that's friends only i got control over that <laughs> <laughs> i try to post one thoughty pick a week that's my goal that's I, I like that i like that as a goal and it's i feel like it's very a very realistic expectation you're like yeah. fuck this thought pick thought pick that's tuesday or exactly thursday. and it's thought like you know, i want to see thought picks of people with all shapes and sizes Absolutely. yes very that and it's also my way of like reclaiming my body and it's very body positive for me. Like every morning I'll wake up and we have like a long life full of beer and I look at myself naked and I'm like, yes. And that's how I start my day every morning. <laughs> that is like the most perfect way to start your fucking day. Right? Yeah. I know. And it's also very narcissistic. So it works. <laughs> I mean, you are a drag performer. So that's I mean, I'm a drag. I know. I know. So I was yeah. going to say every drag performer I've ever met. <laughs> Just like looks at themselves and they're like, yes, all of this, it's all like, of this, all of this, just all of it, you know, but yeah, no, I, I, I do that because sometimes I get stuck in the drag world and then I forget there's a human behind the drag, mm -hmm. you know, so it's my way of kind of like also bringing back to reality, but <laughs> I love my thirsty thought, but no, these, those gym pics you've been back. I was telling my partner now and I was like, okay like someone's got someone's packing because i'm like damn <laughs> i know i can appreciate that too yeah, well uh, thank you for appreciating it i'm glad i you know i i went into the the pandemic and I, i've been working out like really hit the gym before the yeah. pandemic hit and then when gyms closed i was really really depressed i didn't do any exercise i didn't do anything at all i wasn't yeah. i just wasn't happy with with how like what how I looked and what I was feeling and then I've really started to accept you know my body for how it is today and appreciate how it is today and not be worried about what I want it to look like what my goal is but to just appreciate it right now and 
take as many pictures of it as I can and post it all over the place so everybody else can appreciate it too. Exactly. No, <laughs> I think that's a great idea and I'm about it. And more thought pictures, more thoughts for everybody. Oh, don't worry, Dottie will support, like Dottie will 100% supply that. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh no, I was going to say, I have access to our, um, to our podcast Instagram. I clearly, I'm not a big social media person, but I like look at it and I'm like, this is just Dottie's thought picks for like 2.0. Sex yeah. sells, <laughs> sex sells and I'm trying to get people to listen to the podcast. <laughs> well, you know what? Sex sells and I want people to come to my shows. So there you go. There you go. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> No, Literally, that's why they created burlesque so well hello i mean yeah and i love burlesque but like i ain't doing a pandemic on zoom that's for sure no sorry like if i'm doing burlesque you're paying me money to do that stuff absolutely i'll give you i'll give you a teaser but you gotta pay for the real thing absolutely yeah so, we love that. We love that. so crimson you've been doing a lot of digital drag i mean for, you've been doing your your zoom shows you've been doing uh you even did some Animal Crossing Yeah, my Twitch, my Twitch. <laughs> on your yeah. Twitch, which is fantastic. <laughs> so like, what has that experience been like? Because you and I both are used to performing in New York City and performing for, you know, crowds of physical people. Yeah, How maybe five. <laughs> maybe yeah, maybe six. five of them, but physical, five they're standing there. people. <laughs> which sometimes in the basement of the monster, there was exactly five. Well, I'm, not, I'm low, that's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> saying like I feel like it's either five or like 500 in the basement yeah, of the there's monster no there's no in between there's no in between and that's actually accurate let me tell you I haven't slept in months but <laughs> I am so proud of what I've been coming out I feel like I've turned into a much better artist because I don't have to abide by anyone's freaking rules I could do yeah. whatever I want I am my venue I am my bar I'm really my own bar um <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, and I'm like, you know, if I didn't have to like film and had a show tonight, I'd be right there with you. Um, and yeah, no, 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 I, I could do whatever I want. So I've been doing a lot of more experimental stuff and I've been coming up with new acts, but I've also been cementing all my old favorites. So, like I yeah. just did my hello number and I've been doing that for so many years. I, I toured with that number, but now it's, you know, cemented. So I feel like I've gotten closure on one of my, some of my older acts by doing that, but I'm getting inspired by my new acts i love it i love digital drag we're making zero dollars but i, yeah. I have a job so. <laughs> yeah. Yes. yeah i was gonna it's say not it's, very, lucrative. it's very interesting to see people like thrive and really be, find themselves creatively via digital drag i mean i've seen some phenomenal performances come out of it oh yeah and things that like you can't necessarily recreate in a bar setting Yes, production value. Setting. So it's really interesting to see what's really going on in people's heads. But I feel so bad because, as you said, all I hear is I made like five fucking dollars. Yeah, it's seven dollars. Like, Look yeah, at you. I know. I'm. You're I'm killing rich. it. You're killing. I it. am rich. I mean, it is what it is. Because also, like, I can't fault anyone for not tipping in a pandemic. Yeah, I mean, yeah. exactly. And even during my shows, I I always say, pay what you can if you can, because I don't want to shame anyone if they don't have any funds. Yeah, that's classist as fuck, and I am not going to be a part of that nonsense. Like, no, yeah. my shows are very like <laughs> like conscious, like like it's it's at least a minimum, at least a fifty percent of performance of color, and that's not because I'm checking off lists. It's because I want to see diversity in acts because I don't see it in Manhattan. That's kind of another reason why it pushes me to do what I do. Do because I'm like no there's there's a niche there's an audience for everything 
Absolutely. You just got to go find it sometimes. But when that audience is consistently restricting you in Manhattan and you're all like forced to do certain numbers where it's top 40 and stuff, like mm-hmm. I do top 40 and I'll do it in different ways. I like that with cosplay because it, it sometimes if like they don't get the reference, they'll be like, I like this song. It's a bop, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Correct. You know how the gays are. You know how the gays are. But sure. I can, you know, I could do stuff that's not top 40. I could do stuff that it doesn't matter, you know? Yeah. And I, it, so yeah, the money is not there but the creative freedom is and that's the i feel like that's the trade-off yeah because you can't shame anybody not now especially now no definitely not and i think but i think that's also why performers like you and i thrived at look queen was because we were able to do what we wanted to do without having to subject ourselves to what we had to do to make tips and if we walked out of look queen with five or ten dollars we were happy because we got we were proud of what we did exactly and that's it's important to be happy with the work that you're doing because i feel like prior to and i've done that moment where i've done my own thing and i've done it where i've been placating and i feel like i was doing a little bit more placating before covid and pandemic and i was a point where i was like I, i wanted to quit to be honest, I was like, ah, I'm done with the shit. I'm done with the fighting. I'm just, I just let me just do my art. Like, mm-hmm. how hard is this? <laughs> like, just let me be an artist. So that definitely kind of like took me out of almost retirement, you know, in a way. So oh, that happened too. Yeah. There you go. I'm, I'm just tired. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. I mean, this has been like the longest and shortest period of like the, I feel like not just this past year, but the past like two to three years have just yeah. been like a fucking blur. It really has been, and I'm just over it. <laughs> I feel like the last two years of my life have been like the hardest I've ever had to do it, uh, personally, professionally. So this was really it's been it's yeah seven dollars, but like whatever. Like, I'm <laughs> but you get to do what you, you love, love and not have to worry about pleasing anybody. And the and the wonderful thing about digital drag is that you're reaching people that you normally would not have been able to before. Exactly, exactly. We'll appreciate what you're doing, yeah. Especially in other cities, because let me tell you something, Manhattan has got a lot to learn from San Francisco and Chicago. They are killing it. Yeah. They got hosts that are of every type of whatever. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if somebody is a cis female or a non-binary. Who cares? You know what I mean? It's about, are you talented? Are you good? Can you carry a crowd? Can you host, right? And I find that like cities like San Francisco are really doing the thing. And then I look at Manhattan. It's like, oh, Broadway again. Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and all drag is valid. Broadway drag is still yeah. valid. I don't mind a Broadway drag. I have several Broadway drag numbers myself, you know, so I can't say anything. I have Liza and I also do like Breathless Mahoney, which are very Broadway-ish, right? But it's like all the time, like it just, it doesn't create a a situation of, it it makes it too exclusive where it should be inclusive. Mm -hmm. And I find that a lot of like, you know, the ones that do get the traction are predominantly white and have a sprinkling of tokenism. And I've been saying that since day one and I don't care if I piss anybody off saying that because it's the truth. I think everybody should be able to do drag. And I've always fought for that and I'm tired of fighting for it. Now I'm just tired. I'm just like, all right, I know what I had to say. (laughs) Well, the the Manhattan drag scene, I feel like it's just so kind of, it's just all the same. It's all the same. Like you have a lot of very pretty performers Gorgeous. No, no, what I see in Manhattan is a lot of pretty drag queens, period. Like, that's it. 
Yes. Like there, I don't see a lot of kings. I don't see a lot of like people who kind of blur the lines of gender um, performing. Mm -hmm. It's just all a lot of pretty drag queens. And don't get me wrong. It's lovely to see. Lovely. We still love them. But you know, it's just, I want, I want a little variety. I want a little spice in my life. So exactly now Brooklyn, Brooklyn's been killing it, but Brooklyn's always been inclusive. Brooklyn's Mm -hmm. always done like things differently. And that's why I always kind of, even though I'm kind of like a transient in a way where I I can work in both type of things and people are like, well, there's no difference between Brooklyn and Manhattan. Eh, There's a lot of difference. Brooklyn, you'll see everybody on stage. It doesn't matter. You know, who cares? Just who cares? At the end of the day some people perform and do their things as long as they're not doing something offensive on stage or racist or anything like that it shouldn't really matter yep what's between someone's legs but i've been fighting this forever and i'm tired and i'm just like i just want to be at the bar and get free drinks like, I used to. like that's, that's all i care about anymore like i don't care about anything else i just want to be at a bar for a prolonged period of time past 10 p.m past 10 p.m yeah and i haven't gone to any bars since quarantine and i miss it like i miss stonewall you know what i mean i miss like being in christopher street i haven't been to christopher street i think since the whole pandemic has happened it's been months and it it hurts sometimes but at the same time it's like oh i also saved a lot of money not using an uber so you know you're picking your shoes yeah it's actually for me it's funny because I find that I'm spending more money trying to support like our local restaurants that we have up here where Dottie and I live where I'm eating out a lot more frequently and like just trying to support other people and other struggling businesses trying to get by and we have a lot of friends who work in the service industry up here got it just like I we need to I, I try and make sure that I give my money to them because I'm lucky enough to have a job that will rather have me die than call out of work and not go but at least i'm getting a paycheck you know what you're getting a paid that's what it is like i work six days a week on top of doing everything which i'm thankful for and i will say even though i unless it's something where i could say give the tips to the other people usually people are like no you did a number you get paid for it i pull it right back into the artists i'll pay covers i'll support yeah. the patreons i'll sponsor people like i actually with the exception of the money i used to buy my projector because i'm gonna start doing more projection performances now um everything has gone back to the community like I don't really take any money from it because I feel bad. I mean, when I do my own shows, I don't even take a cut of tips. I have a job. What would I take a cut of tips for? That's yeah. Selfish. Yeah, I won't do it. That's that's an awesome thing to do though, and that's really supportive of a community that's a lot of performers are struggling really hard right now. Yeah, really hard. A lot of performers also work in service industry jobs. I feel like, and like yes. they're just trying to get by and. Yeah, I feel like that's part of the reason why I haven't done as much digital drag is because I do, I have a full-time job. So I was like, I don't want to take focus away from the people who need to perform to pay their bills. So I'm like, I'd rather you go and support them. I'll like, I'll paint and I'll take pictures and I'll post them on Facebook. Like that's, that's as much as I'm doing. Yeah, but. yeah, it's I get it. It's a it's tricky because you want to be supportive. And even with restaurants, I'm always doing the same thing. My restaurants, I don't want them to close because like yeah. the restaurants here, it sucks. And you're you're all in Hudson Valley. Where are you located? Peekskill, like Peekskill. Upper Westchester, lower mid lower Hudson Valley. Yeah. Okay, got it, got it. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm in Ozone Park, which you're right by the belt. We go to Valley Stream yeah. all the time because yeah. they got they got a Sonic. We love a Sonic. That's what we, <laughs> went. we went Sonic for breakfast. Spare no. Experience. Spence, you know, but like, 
like yeah it's just it's hard it's freaking hard and i everything sucks around here restaurant wise so i want to protect the ones that are good yeah, yeah. which no, is understandable yeah we're very lucky where we have a lot of like local it's like there aren't a lot of chain shit up like there's yeah. a lot of chain shit up here it's a lot of like local owned restaurants and businesses oh that's cool though yeah, i love yeah. that but they're i'm sure they're all struggling they're struggling yeah like yeah. we, I think we, every Sunday after we record, we go to our local spot, Birds All House, which usually hosts Dottie's drag show. Oh, yes. um, yeah. So we still like to go and support there at least like once a week, I feel like. I yeah. think that's great, though. They support you with the shows. You support them. And it's like mm -hmm. a mutual like support. I, I love that. And that doesn't happen a lot of times. Mm -hmm. yeah. They just want your money. They want your performance. And you want you to get the hell out. I mean, they definitely want my money, but very bad, very <laughs> I mean, bad. they definitely but want your money. They act, they, but they, they, I mean, I will say that they are very wonderful. They do appreciate me. And every time, yeah. every time I'm there, they're, they are even out of drag. They're, you know, the, both, both of the owners are very friendly and very welcoming. Mm -hmm. So that's Same. wonderful. And I don't even do shit for them. I'm just like, Hey, I'm going to sit here and drink. <laughs> and they're like, Hey, how's it going? Do you want to come in? Let's get some drinks. Let's get some food. Yeah. I'm like, all right, fine. This, it's, is great. Yeah. this is great. It's wonderful because we don't have any queer spaces in Westchester. So Ooh. they really have opened their doors and been a safe space for the queer community in Peekskill, yeah. which has been really wonderful. So yeah. that's that's good because everyone needs a place. Everyone needs a place. Yeah. Especially know? we have we have a really um a growing trans community in Peekskill. Oh, yeah. A lot that's of awesome. yeah, oh. we, a lot of young trans people who've been moving up from the city. Uh, the peace because they've heard that it is a safe, a safe like place a safe and place. welcoming so that's been very nice to have i know it's oh. been cute to see like the little community blossom up here in our mm -hmm. cute little town city i think we're a city, we're a city yeah, yeah. Oh. tiny little city <laughs> no, babies need that love and that affirmation too so like i said like i do a lot of community engagement and the primary like demographic that i am working with is trans people of color because they've gotten kicked out they have no place to yeah. go like you shouldn't have to deal with figuring out where you're going to live at 16 or 17 like if you can't deal with your child's you know uh, like want to be who they are you shouldn't be a parent like i'm really yeah. adamant about this because like we help like kids that just they don't deserve it but they're out in the street you know just because they're living their true authentic uh -huh. self and that's, that's bullshit so fucking terrible like i'm not a kid person whatsoever but for me like i think that it's just such a huge responsibility to be a parent and be loving and accepting of your child yep. no matter who they are as long as they are not hurting anybody well that's what it is like you know if you're like if your child you know wants to be a man or a woman and they were born and whatever who cares mm -hmm. Who cares? That's what they want to do with their lives. They want to use they or she or he pronouns. It's not for you to say, well, I don't use pronouns. Fine, that's valid too. You don't have to use pronouns, but I want to use pronouns. And guess what? Yeah. It's all valid. Like, I don't, I just, people want to die on these hills. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't, why? It's like you're dying for nothing. No one's going to mourn yeah. you after you pass away. Like, nope. I guarantee you. Not worth but it. It's not worth it. But you know how people are. They just want to be like, if you don't believe this, you know, and that's, I mean, come on, look at the last four years in this country. Look at what we're dealing with. Everyone's so divided mm -hmm. because God forbid somebody realizes that, oh my God, somebody else could think differently and we're okay. Like, yes, you could totally be okay. I guarantee you, you can. Like, yeah. what is wrong with you <laughs> the divide has been really interesting to see too it's like people who you wouldn't even kind of expect I have one friend who I'm not going to say but like 
when things hit the, like when everything happened, they were like, oh yeah, you know, started supporting, like posting all these Trump things. I'm like, oh no, we're not friends. We are not friends. <laughs> like, I don't understand. There's kids in freaking cages and like, yeah. oh, right before this podcast, we're going that Sonic. Um, <laughs> they have really good breakfast burritos. I was very impressed. And, they, and then because I'm trash, they had espresso um, Oreo milkshakes. And you know, I had to get that. Because that sounds trash. fucking amazing. It's really good. Oh we're my going God. to Sonic. <laughs> we're going to Sonic. I mean, you'll probably have a Sonic up there. But like, yeah, like I just found out that that whole thing that happened where the, the woman who drove through a bunch of ice protests testers that happened the other day owns a freaking bar that's down the block from where i live and i'm like no. of, course, of course of course I, I you know first of all i was pissed off but like secondly i'm like of course because so many people they're just like they're doing a vigil and they're doing like a protest nearby and it's gonna get violent i'll tell you that and like i want to like protest and i want support but i don't trust the protesting here because they will they will run you over yeah. and the fact that this woman got off scot-free and like, wait, you can run people over in this country and just get away with it? What? Apparently. Has yeah. anyone, does no one watch Forensic Files and Law and Order? Did we forget? <laughs> like, clearly but, not. Clearly not. And I'm just like, as somebody who watches those shows religiously, like, and like, like you know, Unsolved Mysteries and like um, YouTube, I'm obsessed. I go, oh, and yeah. oh, I love horror, Unsolved Mysteries, uh. like all that stuff like i i just when did people like stop having common sense and rationale i don't think that you're allowed to run people over with the car in public well, I, I, I mean you are if you're like a cis white person yeah yeah that yeah. is when you're allowed to do it because i mean look at that fucking kid who got famous for shooting multiple protesters and just gets away with it cops are smiling at him giving yeah. him information and i'm like what <laughs> so you telling me i could just go shoot people it's fine like oh, okay i didn't realize that we're living in grand theft auto like right? <laughs> like i just don't get it i don't like oh my and it's like the rest of my family and even my partner's family it's i don't want to mess with them because they all like that they all like mm -hmm. that and we found out the woman's from rock uh rock park rockaway park i'm like <laughs> no no yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it does not surprise me at the least because like where i live you know it's close by jfk and i like it because we love our landlords we have amazing landlords and we have the second floor of a house i get to have my sew own sewing room oh that's nice just keep, yeah i don't want to live with hipsters anymore i've done it I, I'm, <laughs> I'm over it i i That's like a, that itself is a a scary story hello like <laughs> yeah. I, you know, like i like to know that rent's being paid the first of every month and that everyone's paid it you know yeah. like uh, uh, things like that but i just it, the people that are live around here and it's very surprising because there's a lot of diversity here you have a lot of people that are from like trinidad they're guyanese yeah. and like you know what i mean all of that but then you have these raving races and like in my area is a little bit better but like you go to howard beach it's a whole other that that place is like another planet mm -hmm. it is another planet and like let me tell you you just don't want to uh, uh you don't want to mess with it we're in and out when we go to howard beach in out that's it because yeah. i just and it, you know all the kids walk around with that masks on like they're those people oh. yeah no 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 and i'm oh. like okay what happens when your kid perishes like because i hope that doesn't happen you know i hope i'm wrong about that but you're a nicer person than I am because even yesterday I am um, I have Sometimes. the worst the worst fucking neighbors on the planet up here. Oh, oh her neighbors are terrible. Like they've straight oh, up, tell me about it. They've walked into my yard and pissed in my backyard before. 
Oh, you need to get a spray bottle. I spray my cats when they're bad or just soak them. (laughs) You get a spray bottle, you put it with water and you spray them every time they do it. Eventually they'll learn. Well, yesterday they had some people over, not just like a couple of people outside. There was like 30 people (gasps) outside in the, yeah. This is one of the babies. This is one of the babies. Sorry. Stella, uh, Dottie's cat is currently stealing the show right now. Oh, Stella. Which I'm not mad about. Yeah, she's lovely. Her her sister, Dorcas, uh, is in the other room because she- You have a cat that you named Dorcas? Yes. (laughs) um and so so dorcas is in the other room because she's a kitten she's probably um yeah she's she was a little she's a little dumpster cat that um that i took in and she is probably somewhere between six and eight months so she has too much energy so she would literally be all over the last we have a a baby too that's about um how old's the baby now how how, was he eight nine months now He's about nine months. He's getting chunk. Ooh, uh-huh. we gonna have a chunk. I'm so because <laughs> our black one's named Anubis, right? He's a good baby, but he's always been tiny. And when our other baby, Mama, she's 17 years old, she lived a great life. She passed in April. Oh, sorry I, to hear that. He got depressed and gained daddy weight. <laughs> he gained oh my god! Oh, you did. Um, so he's like daddy cat now, and he's all grumpy and stuff. So we got a baby named Osiris because he almost died. He had pan Luke, which is one of the things that they backed. Yep. Him. And it's like you know you have to have a good immune system to be able to fight it all. He survived. Wait, he beat Pan Luke. He beat Pan Luke, so that's why we call him Osiris. So like that's that's really impressive. I I work in vet medicine for a living. Okay, so you understand. I was like when you said he had Pan Luke, I was like, yeah, exactly. And then survived. Yeah. Wow, Wow, that's impressive. That has a really high mortality rate. I know, I know. And the person that we got it from uh runs uh like a cat rescue. Like she's a funeral director by day and cat rescue by night. And I'm like, that makes sense. Like (laughs) I'm okay with this. And she's a really good friend of ours. And we got, you know, we were just like, this is depressed, like he's sad, but like they love each other and they're like in a committed gay relationship now. (laughs) No, they'd be like making out and I'm like like, yes. <laughs> but you know he the baby's somewhere but he's crazy he's not yeah. well that's he's it not. so stella is about three um wow. and so now i brought dorcas in and at first it was dorcas. all kissing and growling and fighting and Drama. but now they're you know i mean they still wrestle a bit <laughs> but wrestle they wrestle <laughs> but um but for the most part they you know they're very sweet with one another yeah oh found them cuddling the other day so (laughs) i love the babies yeah Yeah, the the babies monkey see monkey do he does whatever the older cat does which is good and bad at the same time yeah horrible but like when the other one's getting in trouble guess who learns also how to get in trouble there you go yeah (laughs) oh that's so cute yeah gotta come in with the corrections love it i have to so crimson you um, you are an AFAB queen yes. and you have been working very hard for years to really, you know, set the record straight that, as you said before, anyone can do drag and everyone should do yeah. drag. And I hate this gatekeeping bullshit. Absolutely. And you've, you've done so much for the AFAB queen community. And I, I mean, I just want to let you know that I appreciate it. I'm sure that there are plenty of other people that appreciate it. And how has that impacted your performance 
in any way. I'm going to be honest, it used to really impact on my performance, like, because I was always kind of terrified. It would just be one long, like, anxiety attack about, like, who's going to accept my drag? Who's going to accept this? And my art did suffer for a while because of it. And I think that was kind of why I wanted to stop doing it, because I was tired of having the same conversations. I'm like, I'm tired. Like, but, like, at the same time, the drag scene just started building up and building up and becoming more inclusive, um, which I loved. But, I mean, Manhattan's still, like, it's, like I said, Brooklyn is amazing with it. But Manhattan is still very much a boys club. And they, anytime that they do book anybody else, they self-congratulate themselves. And I'm like, <laughs> what? Like, no, you have to do more than that. Like, no, I don't know. Like it, sometimes it does affect me where I get so anxiety ridden where I just don't perform my best. But like with this, I think the last year is when I started to get my groove back because mm -hmm. I started hosting at Femme, a club coming that's Maddie Glitterati's party and also Grasshoppers. And they welcomed me with open arms and they saw that I had talent. They saw I could yeah. host and carry a crowd and do, I can do all of that. I've been hosting for many years. Like hosting is what I love to do, actually. I could talk for hours. It's the only job where I actually get paid to talk. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm down for it. But I, you know, I started to get back into burlesque last year because I thought it was too hot for drag. I was like, I, I can't. I'm like, it's too hot. <laughs> I started taking my clothes off and then they were like super supportive of that. So I got into that and all my friends are like, wait, you're in burlesque again, you're doing this. So I started branching out. I started doing stuff that's different because I felt like I couldn't do burlesque anymore. I felt like the moment I did, people wouldn't consider me a drag performer anymore. So I like hid that part of me. And it, the only thing that I did was a disservice to myself mm -hmm. really because I wasn't allowing myself to really branch out as like the way that I should. And so when all this happened, it's really kind of magnified, you know, but it was already going on that journey. And so I've had a love or hate relationship with it. If you're like, I'm really answering your question, like correctly, it's sometimes I really hate it. And I just feel like, like I'm just everyone's watching me and making fun of me it's like that carry they're all gonna laugh at you moment mm -hmm. you know like it, it's been like that the anxiety's been like that like I mean I I suffer from anxiety and depression I'm also bipolar so like and I'm very open about that because I think we should be open about mental mm -hmm. health because mm -hmm. sometimes it's okay not to be okay um all the time um but yeah it's just like it, it would really affect my mental health it really did um, but now it's better. Now I've surrounded myself with people that care about me, that support me. And I think that's what I needed from the get go. Yeah. Because the people that I was hanging out with, save for a few people like Erica class, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Or like my besties, right? You know, save for that. Like, I just didn't trust anyone. I was very paranoid about things. And it wasn't good for me because like, when you're like that, you're not going to create good art, you know? And mm -hmm. I just found once I found my tribe, I felt so much better you know, and that's when my art got like started getting really good. Absolutely. Yeah. We had Erica on the podcast a couple episodes ago and it, you know, I mean, I love Erica. You love Erica. Love Everybody that, loves Erica. I don't think I've ever met anybody who didn't like Erica. I was like going to say, does someone but... not like Erica? Like is I that a person that exists in the world? Her. I can't stand them. Bitch. We get it. You like video games. <laughs> <laughs> We're over Nintendo. All right. Wonderful. You mean you played Nintendo when you never wasn't even alive for that shit, but you're going to tell me about it again? <laughs> no, she did that one time. She tried to explain a game to me. I'm like, you know, I grew up with Nintendo, right? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, well, but Erica's, Erica speaks very highly of you. Yes, um, you speak know, very highly. You know, 
And so it's, it's, it's one. And that's why, you know, part of why I reached out to you to be on the podcast, aside from the fact that we, we go back years, I obviously, I, I love your work, but also because I really want to make sure that I'm giving a platform to the people that I think the world needs to, to hear from and, yeah. and get exposed to. And I want more people to find out about you and more people to find out about yeah. Erica and, you know, so, yeah. so I'm, I'm very happy that you decided to come on. <laughs> no, I'm here. I'm always about talking about stuff. I'm always, and it's like, but you know, the things that I've talked about has changed over the years. Cause my priorities have changed, you know, my viewpoints have changed. Well, it, it, even if I use like the wrong terminology or the wording, like it, I've always been there to support other people. Doing yeah. That. Wonderful. Yeah. So like that, I don't know, but I love Erica. Yeah. She, her and I need to talk. We haven't kikied in a minute. Uh -oh. That motherfucker, she doesn't do that kick her fucking ass. <laughs> so Crimson, one of the I was going to say, this is going to be the part that we record and post on right. all of our socials. Yes, yeah. please. please. <laughs> Erica, you need to call Crimson. <laughs> We've been trying since Thanksgiving. It's just yeah. too fast. There's so much going on. Yeah, I know. She's super know. busy. International drag superstar. <laughs> whatever. Oh, whatever. <laughs> I'm not impressed. Netflix horror maven. But... Not impressed. <laughs> <laughs> not in the least. Not in the but, so one question that we love to ask all of our guests is yeah. what is it about horror? What is it about the spooky life that you're drawn to? Oh God, that's a really meta question. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just like things that are spooky. I just think that they're cute and adorable. I mean, like I'm definitely a retro horror type of individual. Like I love the the old school horror. You know what I mean? I'm not so much into new school because I think it's shock for shock's sake. And I'm like, eh, like you have to do something. I like when it's interesting. Yeah. I like when it's really taking these human fears and really bringing it out, you know, into the surface. Like I, I like that it could be political commentary and it's done in a different way. That's what I like about it. But I just like baps and stuff. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, like <laughs> this sounds like my fucking answer where I'm just like, yeah, you know, like there's a lot of interesting shit that you could learn and like and a lot about community that I really learned a lot about from the horror community. But also, I just really think bats are so fucking cute. I love bats. There's nothing we, wrong with the bats. We, we are a bat bats. fan club. <laughs> I, it's freaking bats. We we had a long conversation with with uh, Chris Fox <laughs> a while back about how about bats and going to Texas to the the I'm, bridge where all the bats. Austin, yeah, yeah, Austin. I know exactly what you're talking about. We I've seen the bats too because they just love it there. They're like, all right, we're here, bats. No, I have like bat dresses and like earrings. I don't know. It's just a thing of mine. And black hats. I love black hats. My, oh, yeah. like, my baby's a black hat. Yeah. I mean, we have Halloween all year round. I mean, we have our Christmas tree up, but like on the side, my partner has the full collection of the Funko Pop Gargoyle collection with yes. the variants. Oh my goodness. I have what's on the side. I got a living dead doll that's over here that's signed by the two creators that I got Chili Theater back in the day in Jersey. Gargoyles, Beetlejuice. I don't know. There's just like, it's like death and decay in this whole room. Like it's, and it's in a cute way. I don't know. I just think skulls and bats and witches are pretty cool. Like I'm as a gift, I'm making my friends cookies. I'm, I, my mom makes a bomb ass gingerbread cookie. Okay. Oh. 
bomb. So I got the recipe from her, but screw Santa. I'm getting like cake, like the little cookie cutters that are coffins and bats and stuff. Cause oh, yeah. like, uh-huh. oh, yeah. yeah, no, 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 bats. I don't know. I just, I, I thought, I always thought that horror is funny. I always thought, like, I always laugh at horror. I think it's going to be scary going in. Like, <laughs> I think one of the reasons maybe when I realized that it was funny is when I watched Evil Dead for the first time, because I thought that was a shit show, like epic proportions. I laughed so hard at that. My second or third burlesque performer was Ash. Like, like, yeah, like it was him. And I had, it was like my hand went bad and then I had a strip and it was a one-handed burlesque <laughs> strip. I'm a fucking genius, okay? It was, great. it was great. But Evil Dead was my like thing where I was like, this is funny. This is stupid. I'm into this. I knew, I just knew it was funny. I liked horror like that, but I also like, I don't know. The, the new horror though, I'm not, sometimes I'm not as into. It has to depend on what it is for me because I just like, I hate the glorified animal death that they show that's more graphic in horror yeah. movies. And I can't handle that. I, can I can't handle deal with people. that either. I, can I can't. Mutilate people in my face. All right, it's gross, but whatever. You know, I'm not about to watch a Serbian film, but like, I get it. You know what I mean? Like people like torture, whatever. People like torture porn. I get it. But the animal death, and I find that it's it's more, like I have to, wait, that's, wait, wait, wait. I'm like rambling because my brain's thinking of five things at once. Um, <laughs> I think it's a website called does the dog die.com and you can look at movies and they'll tell you if an animal has died. I refer to that. Okay. I can't the baby. No, that's like the, the, the collector is one of like, is up there in like one of my top favorite films. Uh, It's, it's very, I haven't watched it, but but I like the premise. Yes. But there is, and I'll give you, I will let you know, there is an animal death in that movie that I was, I will still never be over. I, wa- I watch the movie all the time and I just have to skip past that scene because it, it oh just, see yeah I can't I can't do with that shit you know what really bothered me that I I gasped and I almost freaked out in was the ring when that horse jumps off the yep. boat and yeah. there's that giant crack yeah I freaked the fuck out like that's when it freaks me out that in ghost movies I can't handle leave me alone ghosts like oh no <laughs> Like, I can't handle that, but I like that I can't. It's just the animal death. I don't need to see that. I don't need... So that turns me off from a lot of the the new horror, but there's some gems that I've just, like, unearthed that... um, Oh, what was the one with the snow Nazis? I love that one. Oh, Dead Dead Snow. Snow. Dead Snow! I love that one. I love 90s horror movies. I love 13 Ghosts is one of my favorite... 13 Ghosts is so good. (laughs) It's a reboot. Let's just be honest. It's a remake. But it's so good. because William Castle is a fascinating man. That man was a gimmick. That man was like literally gypsy got to have a gimmick. He personified a gimmick and just like PR, man, just the PR and like genius, just absolute genius. Yeah. And I don't think people realize how genius he is, you know, like, oh my God, it's like great. Like you had to, like, you know, is he made it interactive? You had to put the glasses on to see the ghosts. That is just genius. That is genius. At that time... You know, we have some legends, living legends that are genius. Like even Ray Harry has him. I have books on him. I genius. Like his stop motion making those like uh skeletons come to life and uh what is this? Chase of the Argonauts, right? Yep. Yes. Like stuff like that. 
like me seeing like skeletons come to life as a kid i think that's kind of ingrained me to liking spooky stuff things like that where i'm seeing somebody really be a master of their craft i think from an art purpose like it really kind of struck me in my brain but yeah the ones with the animal deaths i can't i no. cannot i can't i can't deal with it so but i really like bats <laughs> you really like bats and it just keeps coming back to bats honestly yeah, and i'm okay with it I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, but i'm definitely on the same page i'm like i cannot deal with any animal death if that yeah. happens in a movie i'm just like i skip right by it i yeah exactly and sometimes I purposely live my life like very cruelty free and like yep. anything like that so it's just like when it comes down to the animal stuff even even if i look at it and i'm like i know this is fake it, I, it, I get fucked up for like it, exactly and that's Dave. the only yeah i can't deal with it i'm a little baby and i'm okay with that you can call me whatever you want i'll be here no, like my cat like telling my cat that i love her. yeah, <laughs> yeah like i was actually i was probably a little bit more late than i usually am today for Dottie to pick me up because i was kissing my dog multiple <laughs> times goodbye i was like i'll see you later but be and you be know what girl nothing wrong with that I'm, no nothing wrong with that I'm, I'm i'm famous for doing the the baby voice with my cats the my baby voice i don't know what you're talking my little, about my, my little baby my little cat my little baby. i know <laughs> i know the baby kitties oh my god it's when i wake up the, the baby runs to me when i wake up and he's like oh, yeah. he likes to lick he grooms he grooms you oh, he oh, yeah, licks you cute. yeah Stella will do that with me every once in a while yeah I'm like, uh, uh. yeah, I don't know. I just like horror. I like spooky. I don't know yeah. what it is. It's and freaking bats. Like and freaking bats. We love freaking bats. Well, so we also ask everybody to give us their top three favorite horror movies. If you can't do top three, I know it's really, really difficult. Maybe five, if you could do five. Um, well, definitely 13 Ghosts. I just, I would love to do Angry Princess one day. Oh, I would yeah. do, but it has to be done right. It has to be full body. <laughs> so like, I would probably get Lacey Stoner, who's one of my besties. She does airbrushing. I'd be like, here you go. Here's a lot of weed and money. Just airbrush this shit. <laughs> because, you know, uh, Lacey also airbrushed my Attack on Titan uh, yes. bodysuit. And it was, it was just so amazing afterwards. Um, 13 Ghosts definitely... I'm Evil Dead or old school, you know? I'm very old school with that. Um, any of the Evil Dead franchise, I'll just put that as one. That's my favorite, Which also, too. you know that they're coming out with an Evil Dead video game. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Which oh, I'm very yes. excited for. And Ash is coming back for it. So we're getting... I'm like, I'm down. Oh, I love anything. I mean, Sam Raimi's a freaking genius. Yes. Um, let's see. I'm trying to think of... Oh, what's the one? Was it House? I like that one. I never really got into Freddy Krueger or Jason, not because I didn't got scared about it. Just never got. I just thought that Freddy was funny. Like I didn't take him yeah. seriously as a villain. Um, oh, well, there was a couple other ones. I have to think about it. My God, I'm trying to think of what else. I'm looking at my like my DVD collection currently. <laughs> you know what I like? That's not a horror, but I could definitely consider a horror. The Cell. Oh, I love The Cell. Because that was the same director that did Lady Gaga's 911 video. That was yeah. that was one of the her first best videos. That was one of the first DVDs that we owned on on DVD, and I really? used to watch. Yes, and I that used to watch so it. Though. I used to watch it over I'm and old. over and over again. It's because it's just it's beautiful it's, and fascinating. It and is very. Pretty. It doesn't get the credit that it deserves. 
it really doesn't but like tarsim saying oh my god he's so good but like things like that i'm trying to think of what else too like and if i, I get off the call i'll have 50 million things in my head that's how my brain works <laughs> it never works when it's supposed to um what was another one there's a bunch of them that i could oh the one with the um, the gate i really like the gate okay i would always remember the eye and the hand and i thought yep. that was very fascinating i like stuff like that i like when it's really shitty but like they try <laughs> like, i mean honestly like that's what i'm here for just like 2020 it's really shitty but we're trying but we're we're all trying we're all just trying our best yeah exactly <laughs> but yeah like 80s and 90s horror movies like that's where it's at for me like those are the the general like vibes i don't know about current horror movies though so I have to think about what I've seen though. I'm, I'm not a big current person either. So you don't necessarily need to go for the current because for me, I I don't I know there was thing there were things that came out that I really liked that may not have been like considered horror or maybe they were, I don't know, but I liked them. Like I think one of my favorite movies of the past maybe like 10 years was this movie called The Lore. I think it was, and it was about sirens. It was like a Polish okay. movie about sirens, Ooh. but they fucking sang. It was a musical too. Oh, okay. Well, they fucking sang and they killed these people like so violently. I think I know which one you're talking about. I've never yeah. seen it. I know which one you're talking about. I wanted to see it. Um, like I they think they like- fucking sang ABBA. I'm like, I'm here yes! for all of this. <laughs> Wait a minute. I've seen it sirens who kill people and sing abba I, yeah i need to watch this movie it's a uh, european movie it is a, it's not american um yeah, I, I, that's fine I, I love subtitles i don't think that's the name i love su- i mean i watch anime i have no problem with subtitles <laughs> oh but yeah no i i do like uh um, right, so it was 2015 it was called the lore l-u-r-e and yes Maddie, i will show you the trailer after it is it like it came out in 2015, one mm-hmm. of my favorite movies that I've seen like in the past 10 years. I need to see it because I saw that too. Are you fans of like found flicks on like YouTube? Because I watch him religiously. Have you watched found flicks? I, I have not, no. no. Found flicks, he does ending explain videos. So when you want to save money, but you still want to know what the movie is about. <laughs> <laughs> or you're, it's a ghost story and you know that you're too chicken shit to actually oh my goodness. yourself. Yeah, he does full on like nerd out, like like just full on explanations of the movies, why they were a good ending, why they weren't, how they could have bettered themselves as a net, like stuff like that. I live for stuff like that because I think I found lore through him. I find movies through him, and then I'm like, oh wow, this sounds really good. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, even if I know the plot, if I still think it's a really cool movie, like one movie I still need to watch that I know the plot, but I think it's so badass that I want to watch it is Midsummer. Oh yeah, I loved Midsummer. She's yeah. not. I I was crazy indifferent. I, I love it. I thought it was beautiful, but I'm not. I'm not a slow burn gal. I'm not. Uh, okay, so that's a good thing though, because I love a slow burn. Me yeah. too. You either love a slow burn, you're not. So that's still valid as hell. Yeah. Some people can't do it. Be like, oh my god, whatever. But the fact that she gets hers in the end. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, no, and it was it was so like so. I cannot stress how beautifully shot. Oh, it was. beautiful. Like, yeah. Was I think so the thing stunning, that I love but... the most about it is that it really take does this beautiful take on on cults where yeah. it really it really does you know especially with when it comes to cult nature it's about you know finding people who are 
kind of disengaged from the rest of society, people who are looking for, for yes. to fill a void in their life. And these people who come in and it's all this psychological play where they make you feel like, like we, like you're, you, you're valid and we can make you like, we understand what you're going through. And when Isn't you suffer, we up? suffer and they, and it's watching, watching them pull her in through the whole movie. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just so and fascinating. See, I think I'm just so detached that at certain points I was watching it and I'm like, I saw it in theaters at the Alamo down in Yonkers and I was just like staring at it and I'm like, but bitch, why are you screaming like that? What's going on? And I was just like, I think for me, it's just like the slow burns and like all this stuff leading up to it. I was just like, I, I have to pee. <laughs> I was like, yeah. when can I go well, pee? I, I think like, because I, because I do work in behavioral health, what I do for a living it's yeah it's being able I can see I watching that well because okay so the way that they they presented her depression was so authentic and so so well done and they did they did it without judgment and then to just like this transition of her finally feeling like she it has found people who understand her and and appreciate her and they and they're like you don't have to be happy and we love you anyway and we accept you and it's okay so it's understandable why she would totally side with this cult who she doesn't know because they're telling her no when you when you cry we cry when you scream we scream we and all how powerful is that that's powerful though yeah wow i Acceptance? think i'm just too detached from like human feelings and I'm just like yeah. Oh, yeah. animals. yeah I'm like I, I look at the animals and I'm like okay and then, which like, is people, also valid yeah. <laughs> I'm just like I don't understand the range of human emotion maybe yeah. well and I think I think it's I get it acceptance is a big thing especially yeah. now in this day and age so using that as a precursor for drawing somebody in is brilliant yeah yeah and I well, I think that a24 is just they're doing such incredible things with with these scripts that normally wouldn't be getting as much attention as they deserve yeah um, i think even with hereditary it's the th- i think the beautiful thing about when they're like these scripts are being written and they're not being written as specifically horror movies they're being written as family dramas psychological dramas and then these supernatural or horror elements are being placed on top of them which i like stuff like that yeah I like stuff like that, but also it's like family can be a horror show. Yeah. So well, like, yeah, hereditary, hereditary is just a Greek tragedy with paranormal mm-hmm. entities placed on top of it. And oh, I okay, I can get down with that actually. So then you should absolutely watch Midsummer because it sounds like it's right up your alley. Yeah, and like I said, I watched the found flicks. I know exactly what happens. I still want to see it. <laughs> like, and again, it was worth it for me to see it in the theaters just for the fucking visuals. Like it was oh, yeah. stunning. Beautiful. There were certain I love points it. where oh. I was just like, "This is so beautiful." But I love to see that in a horror movie. Sometimes it doesn't have to be dark. Sometimes it doesn't have to be creepy. Oh, it was so much light and color. Yeah, that's, I, and I think a lot of people that have done retrospects and like analysis about it have talked about that. The fact that it's bright and it's sunny. I like that stuff because sometimes horror is exactly what you see right in front of you. Mm -hmm. You think it's pretty and gorgeous, whatever. And it's the worst thing you've ever seen in your life. And I'm like, 
I'm down with that. I'm down with all of that because it's accurate. See, that's the kind of heart I can get down with. Um, I was thinking, oh, you know what? One of my my guilty pleasure horror movies is like Bride of Chucky because Jennifer oh, Patel. I fucking love that. Jennifer Tilly is a godsend. <laughs> Jennifer Tilly we don't is. Jennifer we Tilly. we do not deserve her. Uh, the world does not deserve Jennifer Tilly. Jennifer Tilly does not get the the the. Yes. the acclaim that she deserves she really yes. is amazing yeah, she's, she's so wonderful and i follow her on instagram because i'm just between her and gina gershon they are like <laughs> oh gina gershon that movie that bound oh that movie like because you know, like, back in the day we didn't talk about gay like we do now but yeah. we had bound so like anybody who was remotely into women were like Thank goodness for Gina and Gia. Oh my God! Sorry, I have a thing for Gina Gershon. I think. Well, I mean, Gina Gershon is amazing, and yes, honestly, she was the only thing that made um, season three of uh, Riverdale bearable. Was knowing that Gina Gershon was there. Oh, I forgot Ooh. about that. I haven't seen season three. I think I've only seen halfway of season two. So season then- season three was pretty awful, but I couldn't stop watching. They do this. It's very like dungeon. They do like this Dungeons oh, and Dragons game, yes, but it's yes, called yes. Griffins and Gargoyles. And oh, gargoyles! And and, and, and and spoiler. Oh. It takes over their lives. <laughs> of course, because why wouldn't it? Why uh, wouldn't it? Hello. Ridiculous. It doesn't like honestly. I halfway through, I was like, I don't even care anymore. I just need to know how this ends. But Gina Gershon makes makes that whole season. Honestly, she's amazing. Even to, you know, like, but yeah, like like things like that. I love that. I yeah. love, but I want to see Midsummer. I'm gonna have to go and see it. I don't Absolutely. have Shutter. I was supposed to get it for Dracula, and I forgot. But I'm gonna still get it anyway. Just oh yeah, so. well, I think they do. Um, they I don't know if they still have it, but there was a thirty day do. thirty day free um thirty days free um like coupon code or whatever so okay because it's the cheapest set of all of the streaming services and they have so much and not only do they have the you know like the movies television they have podcasts all that but they also have shutter tv which is literally just non-stop streaming horror oh that's cool i mean shutter's smart i mean they're all smart by doing their own streaming services let's come on but i have so many i just got there there are too many well also bloody disgusting just did i love bloody yeah they just did their own bloody disgusting tv and it's it's 24 7 free yeah free streaming as long as you have like if you have an ios or an android device or roku tv you can watch it oh nice i didn't know that that's smart there's an app that you have to get to watch it but i don't remember what the app right. is but you got we'll it find out later but we'll yeah. find out like, later th- thankfully i have you to keep me young because i don't understand <laughs> these things i don't I mean, yeah. if it wasn't for the fact that i started doing minisodes where i was doing horror news i wouldn't have known this because there you <laughs> i go. literally just was I would, researching yeah, I and then i was like i went on bloody disgusting and it came up and i was like oh that's exciting <laughs> love to see it we love to see it but you know what i mean bloody i mean They've been at it doing the horror news for such a long time. Yeah. I think that's smart that they're branching out, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. I always remember they were out, and I don't even remember when they came out. I just already, like, I always they're, knew. Yeah, like, they've just there. been there. Everybody just knows Bloody Disgusting. Maybe one exactly. day, we, maybe one day we can make it onto the Bloody Disgusting podcast network. Probably not. They don't, Probably they don't not. want this trash, but <laughs> they're going to be like, y'all are messy. We don't want that. <laughs> it's all we can ask. But, Crimson, we, we love to, we love to hear all of our guests we want to know who their favorite horror hotties are 
It's one of our favorite questions. Oh, Angry Princess, no, no doubt. I'm obsessed yeah. with Angry Princess. I am obsessed in so many ways. And I relate to her in so many ways. Yes, she's beautiful. But the fact that like the dysphoria of just hating oneself, like growing up queer and growing up not quite figuring out where I fit in is kind of why I like her. You know what I mean? Yeah. But also like, I love a good spooky boo with some scleras on too. So like, <laughs> I love her. Um, I definitely bride a Chucky. I love her. Like I, I just gonna love, say, I, we're gonna do I, Jennifer Tilly in there. You gotta, put Jenny, you gotta put Jennifer Tilly in there. You know what? Um, it's also like Tiffany Valentine, even as a doll, is still sexy. Right? Which is surprising. Right? It's oh, yeah. weird. I was like, am I? Am I? Like, is this doll hot? <laughs> Question mark. I don't yes. get it. Yes, she is. No, Why the doll is hot. <laughs> the doll is hot. I mean, they did it on purpose. I mean, they, I love the scene where she gets everything up and they do the pan from like the foot, like down uh, to the up. Like, I love shit like that. You're purposely giving fan service and making it sexy. <laughs> I am so here for it. Um, yeah, I just, I most of my horror hotties are are women but i'm trying to think of who else but in that oh yeah of course <laughs> like, please i'm not angry. this is a queer podcast <laughs> yeah please i'm not angry at myself not like one bit i'm trying to think of who else i i find attractive um i have to think about that to be honest with you because there's so many there's so many my, my brain is clouded by hotness <laughs> <laughs> Fair, That's understandable. Honestly. Which is all the time with me, by the way. <laughs> you can just shout them out anytime if if they come. Yeah, like if I am here for that. <laughs> if we're talking about something else, you could just be like, "Hey, That's yeah, when it comes person. in anyway. That's when it comes anyway. So yeah. yeah. Uh, so then we also love to ask our guests, and we we have been um a little judgmental in the past and we're trying to change that oh but um (laughs) well chris fox helped chris fox i think chris fox (laughs) definitely opened our minds to the possibility but uh we like to ask you know what what kind of horror creature are you drawn to are you more of a witch person or a vampire person zombie person werewolf person mm, creature from the black lagoon i have (laughs) them in my drag room i got it from comic-con and it's a 3d one too and you put the glasses and it comes to life oh best 20 dollars i've ever spent look Creature of the Black Lagoon just has no social, like, socially awkward, you know what I mean? Just doesn't understand, wants to make a friend, think this girl's cute, but he doesn't know how to ask her out or do any courting, so he kidnaps her. That's probably <laughs> All right, that's not a good thing. But you know what? He just wants a friend. So I, I, friend. I love this answer because I love the creature. I have I him tattooed creature. on my leg. Um, <gasps> I'm not sure if you're familiar with Alan Graves, this amazing like horror kind of tattoo artist from the mm-hmm. UK. I had him do a creature on my leg and the creature is wearing 3D glasses and eating little fish popcorn. See, that's adorable. Yeah, it's it's so fucking good. And I'm obsessed with that tattoo. But I was just, like, he was just like, all right, what do you want to do? And I was like, listen, you know, like I'm, I love the, I love the universal monsters. That's where really where I found horror and where mm-hmm. I started to identify. Of like, course, same, just same. Even Frankenstein, like with the whole, like just not fitting in and just right? trying to do good and like make a friend and then having people come for him. Like I was just I like, know. Hey. I, I cried when I first saw. But that. Bride of Frankenstein explaining to us what consent is because she's like, no, that don't work like that. Right, right. She's like, saying. she's like, I guess that you need me for this, but no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like we're not going to do that. I'm and honestly, as a character, her. as a character, I mean, she's in one film and she's become so iconic. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like, like it's you are you are hard hard missed to even 
like well, find anything without her as a part of it. Like well, when, when also, people mention Universal Monsters, she's always included. And she was in one film. Well, because she also is the only woman. Yes like creature like whatever monster that is i like shown in these films correct everything else is very like male dominated male presenting because and... men are monsters oh. well <laughs> not me <laughs> good thing i said this on our podcast and not on facebook because then they would have banned me for 30 days oh, God. <laughs> but you no, still might you right still might. they still might but you know but we we've always had kind of a prejudice i would say against okay, yeah, werewolf tell me. people of werewolf people we've just we're Chris well, werewolves really have been, us- you know done but werewolves <laughs> can also be part of the bear community so i will say well that. that's kind of how chris fox like sp- like spun it to us and because i think we were just thinking of what of people who i like not even identified but like just felt connected to the werewolf creature i think we were both like I think it's, and I've said it before, is I think I, yeah, I think I it has know. a lot to do with the fact that I know a lot of pups that, and I don't like to I don't like to kink shame. Listen, I don't want to yuck anybody's yum. You do what you got to do, and that's great. Not it's me. not my thing. I don't understand it, but good for you. But a lot of these pups who, you know, I mean, I just see so many pictures of of cartoon werewolves on their Facebook, and so many, um, so, so many of these very like graphic erotic drawings of werewolves oh yeah, yeah yeah i mean that's a big thing pops wolf like that's yeah. a huge that's a subsection even when i go to like flame con and stuff in new york there's always someone that does like wolf things that are like ah, you know the hentai face whatever yeah. oh yeah that's a huge subsection but i get what you're saying like well but, i think i don't know i've also like i fell into a black hole for i want to say like a week and a half to two weeks um looking into vore Oh yeah, and Vor a lot is... of a lot of wolf representation and vor, surprisingly. And I was like, "This is yeah." There's there's this a... is interesting. <laughs> there's an artist uh, who and I, now and this is it. As I'm not like sitting there fapping to vor, but I am very 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 interested <laughs> in fapping. <laughs> I, I'm very very interested in it is what it is. Art what else because, are we going to do during a pandemic? <laughs> right, but there but there's some really 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 interesting art. There's this one artist, Dramamine. Who, That's a funny name. I'm yes, <laughs> and he creates this vor art, and it's like elephants and rhinoceros and lions and and dinosaurs and snakes, and they're like. I'm about to look this up and send it to uh, Dave. Me, oh my God. And it's like, like, they probably be watching Zootopia and like get a hard right? time. <laughs> but, but, but there is like, it's like, it's really fascinating. So if you're out there and you're into Vore, like check out Dramamine because it's really graphic and like. See, and I'm trying to look it up and all I get is the I don't emotion. think it's, you know, you have to, you can't look it up on, on Instagram. Uh-huh. You have to. It's not if you go. I'm looking up on Instagram. <laughs> it's not going to be on Instagram, girl. Like it's very. I found graphic. a lot of vor on Instagram. Let me tell you. Is it on Rule Thirty Four? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it definitely is. But, but I don't know what I'm talking about. Well, mm-hmm. well, this is it. I think I I because I, I personally believe that you know, as much as I do love porn with with people in it i i also really enjoy enjoy um any kind of like any kind of art because i think one it's what's the word i'm looking for it is 
I don't know what you're trying. To I don't say. know what I'm trying to say. No, it, it um, it's. I don't want to say cruelty free because that's stupid. What? <laughs> but it's it's under fantasy. It's ethical. It's eth- it's ethical okay. pornography okay. because you don't like you, no one's being taken advantage of. It's it's you know. So I thir- I thoroughly in- enjoy uh, a bit of um, bada. I love give me some bada titties. I'm I'm down. They do love it. Bada titties. Although I do have to say that um, uh, if you've never googled uh, Yowie, yeah. have you have you ever just googled Yowie hands? Well, I just Googled all of it because Yuri and I is slow. No, but, that was well, like the but precursor. You, for but Yowie. Yowie, Yowie hands, if you Google it, is very, very strange. <laughs> I don't know why these why these these female artists think that men's hands are so huge. <laughs> it's a thing. It's a thing. I have not fallen down this black hole yet. It's very strange. I'm sure I, I will shortly. I'm, I'm not right surprised. Now. Like I've seen images like that. It's nothing that's like I'm really into, but I like it for art's sake, you know? Okay. So, yeah. Oh my. These hands are humongous. Like, his hands are ridiculously, it's like, you know, it's an allegory for you know what without us actually illustrating you know what. And you know what? Hats off to them. It's it's terrifying. Wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. Hold on. Go back. Go back. Because what is this? <laughs> like, I have, she's like, I have some follow-up questions. Thank you. But um yeah but i don't know anyway <laughs> um, oh that's a whole other black because hole because all i'm end. saying all i'm saying is that i i have a crush on bolin and of course you and everybody else is watching i was gonna say who doesn't i well no i always thought asami is hot so come on of like course that. well asami fair. is is hot i don't even like I'm not even attracted to women in but, a sexual way, but I think Asami's hot for sure. I would love to do Palau, the one with the eyeball from yes. Zahir. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Zahir is the best villain in that entire thing. Yes. yes. He's yeah. a radical. We can actually relate to him. And that's Henry Rollins' best fucking role. You can't tell me otherwise. He is bored to play Zahir, okay? He really um, was. I love that we get into like, I'm like, we can talk about this because I know about this. this um, is, no, oh, but I, it's. We love, yeah. we love the Avatar universe, so. I only got into it recently because I was like, this is Nickelodeon. This is not real anime. I refuse to watch it. And then I'm now I'm a whore for it. I just decided to watch <laughs> it randomly one day as I was bored. And I was like, this is really good. Oh my God, this is really good. And yeah. I would just go on to it. And people were like, we need to hear more about your avatar experiences. So I would write Facebook statuses when I would get into it. <laughs> and, and I felt a sense of loneliness when Avatar ended. I was like, all right, time to start Korra. And I really like Korra. I like Korra in some ways. I just, I don't know. I like that it's in sections. I don't know. I like the steampunk aspect of it, the American industrialist aspect of it. I, I don't know. I just really like it. But I like that, like, our characters that we love in Avatar didn't always make the best decisions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're flawed characters. And I think that that is interesting. But yeah, every gay man wants Bolin. That's just, that's that's it. That's it. Nobody wants Mako. They're like, eh, he has. Well, I, I feel like that's what every, they thought when they were when they were writing the character. I think they were like, oh, they want yeah, every, they're yeah. gonna want him, and nobody wants he him. He was too. He was too moody. He's moody. He can't I mean, make his decisions. He's don't get me wrong. People like no. Don't get me wrong. I do like a brooding gentleman. I mean, who doesn't? But, but yeah, looking, but not him. If you're fantasizing about like 
one character out of that show, it's going to be sweet little Bolin who wants nothing more than to be obsessed with another person yep. and like take care of another person and just be cute and goofy. And also be a movie star on the side. Yeah. Oh, my, right? yes. Like very casually. Oh, hey, I'm a movie He's star. He's a mover, mover star. Thank you very a much. Mover yeah, star. A mover star. Mover. 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 What's his name? The director. I freaking love him because he's the one who does the game shows. What's his name with the... Um, the one that does the mover picture. Why can't I ever remember? Oh my god! Oh, oh my god! Um, he does. He's a TV like game show host. I fucking yeah. love him. I can't remember his can't name. Can't remember like, his oh, name either. Fuck. Hold on, though. No, Goddamn weed. <laughs> Seriously, though. I don't even smoke <laughs> it these days, and I have no memory. Him, I freaking love him, and like he marries Julie at the end. See, I can remember her name, but I can't. Yeah, remember. Julie and. Yes, yeah, so love Julie. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> Now uh, I'm trying to think like what are our other questions that I have <laughs> because I got so sidetracked. I, we, by I Avatar. feel like that's been most first of all, Avatar sidetrack is not a bad thing. Yeah, no, right? there's literally nothing wrong with I I honestly I love Avatar. I love the Avatar universe so much. I want more Avatar. I want I want an Avatar Kyoshi series where it's just <gasps> Kyoshi. I always like May because I love how they brought a goth into it. I know. Like, oh, May's great. You know what's funny? Is that and that's who like Zuko ends up with, even though I wanted him to end up with Katara, but that's just the whole thing. I did. I just, so here's all right. I, do, I really did too. And I loved May because everyone was like, You remind me of May. I was like, That's just because you think I'm a moody little goth girl. Well, this is probably true. <laughs> I, yeah, 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 kind of. But I was just like, but I want Zuko and Katara to end up together. Yeah, fire and water. Like, yeah, and like yeah. Aang, Aang, like, bro, die alone. I don't know what else to say. I just like, I didn't want him to be with anybody and I don't know why. Like you wanted him to be asexual purposely. I think so. I think, you know, I think I wanted that and I don't I think know it's, why. I think it has something to do with the fact that Ang's character presents so young that it's kind of like no, you can't have romantic feelings. Yeah, or maybe I wanted it to be like a Buffy thing where it's like you're the chosen one and you can't have a healthy relationship with another person. I think that's interesting because we're infantilizing him, even though he's a cartoon character, and it's not like we're infantilizing a person in real life, but we're we're just like, no, you can't be this way. I don't know. I find it interesting at least. No, it's interesting because I never even thought of it that way, but it's. Yeah, I don't this know. This is Maybe. what happens when you hang out with progressive queers everywhere. Bullshit SJW in every situation. You're like, God damn it! <laughs> I, I don't know. For me, it was always um, Zuka, Zuko, and um, and Katara. For me, I like I as much as there was definitely a lot of um, some like sexual tension involved. I was like, no, they can't get together because they're 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 foils of each other. Like they're too much. Yeah, they were supposed to though. Yeah. They were supposed to. They were considering it when they came up with the series, but they decided that Katara because it was between Katara and Aang, Katara and Zuko. So it, it was on the table, but they were like, no, you're not getting that. I'm like, God, damn it! <laughs> I liked I liked the fact that they were like 
polar opposites with the elements and as well as within each other. Exactly. I think that she brought a lot of humanity to Zuko. Yeah. Like, like, just like kind of helped him become a better person through her just being there and being the person who she was. Like, thank you. Look, like it's a great Paul Abdul says, we come together and opposites attract, okay? She was right in the 90s. She's right today. (laughs) She also said, rush, rush, hurry, hurry, lover. (laughs) (laughs) And something about vibology. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know where this interview has gone, but I love it. (laughs) I am the queen of obscure references and pop culture. I love it. It it makes makes me very happy. I I just, I lend my ear to that type of nonsense. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Um, But you know what? At least, at least we have we will always have avatar it's yes like and now that it's on i know that i know that it took me forever and to get in a day to get on it you know it's okay as long as you made it there there. i got that you know what i got there and that's all that matters yes exactly literally though (laughs) like literally i just didn't think that a nickelodeon cartoon would have i don't think any of us expected that no uh and because i was a little i was a little too old for it when it was on Nickelodeon. My brother and sister watched it, but I don't think they watched it like, and they were really I was into too it. Old for it for but sure. I was definitely too old for it. And then yeah. I, w- I watched it after the fact, and I was like, "Why did I never watch this? It's so good." Yeah, I got mad um, at myself. But um, you know, and then as a teenager, I was like, um, uh, "I love Sokka." <laughs> oh, Sokka's great. I know Sokka is useless, but Sokka's also really awesome as well. I just, no, I don't think he, you know, he had his purpose of comic relief. Yes, he was just. But so also, he made some really smart ass decisions too. Yeah. yeah, and ultimately, he becomes a master swordsman and good for him. Exactly. And exactly. In, in, um, Korra, wasn't he like a council member or like some? Well, he, yes. he was a higher up in Korra. Well, yeah, he was. Yeah, but he was passed away at that point. At the yeah. Camp. The only the only one who was left alive was Katara at that point. Yeah. Oh no, and no. Zuko, Zuko. No. Zuko. Oh yeah, it was a flashback that they showed yes. Sokka in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When yeah, he yeah. gets okay. blood bended. Yes, yes, yes. <sighs> oh, I love blood bending. If you want to talk about horror, let's talk about blood bending. Yeah, okay. seriously. If that nice. is let, that, if we're gonna just bring this into the realm of horror, I think blood bending is just the most unconsenting form of violence there is just i guess say it so fucking creepy like it is so interesting and creepy because you have this like complete lack of control yeah yeah over something that just exists within you within your ending is meant to see is like I, and I also like the polar aspect. This is going to end up as an Avatar Stan podcast. I like the polar. <laughs> I'm opposite. here. I'm here for it. <laughs> I like the polar opposite of water benders having healing powers and then being able to blood bend. That's what it is. They can heal or they can take it away. And that's yeah. like if you're looking at like goddesses or like, you know, deities of old, they can give life, they can take it away. I love stuff like that. I don't know. I, so, I geek out of things like that. So I read this you want to talk about horror i read this um this theory that i totally believe i think i it is now my it's now part of my head canon where so so as we know hama is the like notorious bloodbender that we meet in avatar exactly and so the theory is that it hama it's hama is the is the reason that katara's mother is dead huh and here's why. Oh so, my God. Wait, I don't know if I'm ready for this, but okay. 
Right. So Hama tells the story of how she was captured by the Fire Nation. They kept them all in cages uh-huh. away from water. Uh, and then and then after she escapes, somebody somebody wrote this theory that well, after she escaped and she showed them that she could bloodbend, the Fire Nation wouldn't have allowed any bloodbenders yeah, to survive like after that. So they would have like Nazi Germany at that yes, point. So they would have killed all of the all of the waterbenders that they had in captivity. And then they went out when they found out word that there was a waterbender left in the South Pole, they went out to find who it was. So had Hama never oh. escaped. So you're saying it's because of her actions is why they went there in the yeah. pro- <laughs> that's the that's the baby that's oh, the Dorcas. the baby the baby is so cute oh my god the cutest face you're gonna be on a cat calendar with that face her yeah. eyes are really close together and i kind of love it i love it it's so cute the baby she was crying oh well, the baby's crying. I know. like Dorcas. Dorcas, the dumpster cat Oh, Dorcas, the dumpster cat, so precious, though. <laughs> See, I, I talk like a baby, too, to animals. Right. I can't help it. I'm trash. I'm trash. <laughs> You're in good company. We, I was like, we're all animal lovers, right? Now, so. I love it. We actually recently almost had a COVID scare with my cats because my friend was watching him, and he, we all thought that he uh, had FIP, the older one. Because oh, got, shit. Oh, yeah, because that's COVID. Like, I didn't realize it could yeah. like, Cats could get COVID, but thankfully, just one of them had pink eyes. So five hundred dollars later, and two cone cats of shame, which took a month, by the way. You know, it takes two weeks to heal. But this asshole decides to take his cone off, hide it, and then just lounge in us like that's nothing happening. <laughs> Found right in front of us, like nothing's nothing. I'm like, are you? And he would hide it. He'd hide the damn cone. I'm like, no, not today, cat. Not today. Oh, so he he was a real piece of shit there for. A he re- yeah, but it's because he reinfected his other eye. Oh, good. That's why it took forever. I know, but now they're okay and they don't hate us anymore. But before, it was a very tense household. <laughs> so, Crimson, we also like to ask our guests Are you a believer or are you a skeptic? I, I thought you said believer. I'm like, I'm not suggesting <laughs> Like, why do you ask me that? <laughs> um, Although, wouldn't okay. have that been a surprise if you were? <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm not. Um, he leaves that monkey, and you know what I mean. He has that pet I monkey. I know that was um, No, I will automatically hate you for life. Um, I am a total believer because I am a witch. I've had a lot of paranormal encounters. I, you know, I'm very, I'm very sensitive in that way. So yes, a believer. It, can I be a skeptic? Absolutely, because some people are shady as hell. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I don't trust where they are. But when it comes to, like, if somebody came to me and be like, oh my God, I was in a house that was haunted, I totally believe them. Because I've been and I lived in horrible haunted houses. And I'm like, never again. I'm over it. Like, I've literally been in houses where I'm like, you're not paying my rent. Get the fuck out of here. I will yell at a ghost. Yeah. I'm like, do you <laughs> understand you how I pay rent? <laughs> yeah, no, I'd be like, you paying my rent? You want to pay my rent? You could stay here. That's fine. And usually they leave me alone after that because they don't want to pay. They don't have a job. Like no one wants. No one wants to pay New York City rent. Nobody wants to pay. They're like, oh shit, they're actually asking me for rent. I just feel but like yeah. ghosts. If ghosts want to work, they should get into the linen business. Like they should be really. I can't stand you. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> no, but I, I just, yeah, I am a believer. I am. But like, just with certain people, I'm a little skeptical. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so I, I, I think it's good to be both in certain ways, you know, because like some people are just sketch as hell. Like, you don't want to believe them. But yeah. I'm going to ask the same of you, though. I want to know your answer. Look at me. I'm just taking up your that's podcast. Fine. No, no that's I mean, fine. that's fine. I am very much a believer. I have also had paranormal incidents that have happened in my life and oh yeah uh and i i i mean my thing is i've i've seen stuff i've felt things so i i believe yep. uh but i think also in the same vein as you is like there's definitely some people that i'm less likely to yes. yeah there's some people that i'm like eh, i don't know if i really believe what you're saying but sure um <laughs> but for the most part i and i think also part of it is like i want to believe like i think I think that Bigfoot's out there. I think that yeah, um, Bigfoot had to originate from something, right? Like, there's, the, I mean, I don't believe in the Loch Ness monster, but I think oh, there but are. I, love Nessie. I don't, I don't think Nessies. I think that maybe there are other sea creatures see, think, out in the I ocean, but that, not in Loch Ness. That is one of the few that I actually like can see happening because of all of the prehistoric, like deep ocean creatures that exist. Yeah, but not in Loch that Ness. That are really weird and fucked up. You're like not in Scotland. <laughs> First of all, if a dinosaur was gonna, why would it be in Scotland? Why not? Because it likes heroin and whiskey. Maybe yeah, it likes they want to get their drink on. Like. Maybe it likes haggis. <laughs> haggis is great. I love me some haggis. And then Gulia is very much a skeptic. Yeah, I definitely lean more towards skepticism. I, I think that's good too. That's smart, honestly. I want to. I want to believe, and I want to. I. I just. I need proof. I need to see. So it. you need actual evidence. Yes. Got it. Okay, I think that that's smart. Honestly, in this day and age, I think we should have evidence for things that we're saying. You know what I mean? So I also like, you know, my my career is based in science and like things of that sort. So I think that that's just very much so the type of person who I am. That's interesting. That's, yeah. I've never I've never thought of it that way because my my career, even though it's is based in science, emotions, it's more in feelings. emotions and feelings because it's. It's behavioral. But you're an earth sign, sign. too. So I'm, I am. I'm, I'm sure. Oh, what are you? Wait, wait, what signs are you? I'm an earth sign, but then I, so you're I'm a Taurus. Taurus with a Cancer rising and a Pisces moon. Love it. You? I am an Aries with a Pisces rising and a cat moon. Oh, yes. Cancer, Capricorn, rising, Leo moon. Oh, wow. Yes. <laughs> yeah. the, the Capricorn rising is why I work nonstop. It's like, even yeah. right here, I'm doing something. It's just, that's how I am. Like, I can't stop like, working. And I think the Capricorn um, moon for me is definitely very grounding and yeah. puts me in a base of reality where my Aries is like up here and my Pisces is down here and the cap just kind of helps the evil like even everything out the evil helps the evil <laughs> and then my Taurus is the reason why we I have this podcast run this podcast <laughs> no I, Tauruses are very good they're like detailed they get shit done like I, that's I do because I I do all of the things she shows up <laughs> I do all of the things and she shows up. <laughs> uh, she my, my partner just up. gave me a look like, yeah, I know that feeling. <laughs> <laughs> I just got red for film just now. Just oh. one. Oh, man. I haven't seen Nan in so long. Nan's playing my Animal Crossing, I believe. Oh, so. wonderful. Yeah, that's all we do. That's what we've been playing. But I don't play it as much because I have the island of my dreams and now I'm bored. So I want to reset. Go. But Anka is my favorite, and I don't want to spend thirty dollars for that freaking amiibo card. So we wait. I, you know, I, I was playing Animal Crossing for a while, and then 
Um, and then I just like stopped in the summer and then yeah. I was going to back up in October to get all the Halloween stuff. And then I didn't. So then I missed it. And I'm like, I don't want any of the Christmas stuff. So I really don't give a fuck. Yeah, we don't care about the Christmas stuff, but it's nice that it's snowing. And so I don't even know. I wasn't playing it. So Nan went in my island and put funeral clothes on me because it was the death of my kid. <laughs> I was like, it's so shady. I'm like, why do I look? What the fuck is wrong with me? Meanwhile, I just had a cute cat look. That is so fucking That's dramatic. So it is dramatic. Well, she's a Virgo. So there you oh, go. Okay. Understandable. Okay. Uh, understandable. <laughs> I'm just like, excuse me. She's like, well, you know, it's the depth of your character. Wow. Yeah. I'm just like, all I want is to get all of the, like the goth animals on my island. That's literally the goal. Yes. um, Like, (laughs) that's all I want. It's, although I I have a really hard time getting rid of the ones I already have. Because like, I have Flo, the penguin, who's just so sweet. Oh, Flo. But anyway. <laughs> yeah. I love I wanted mine to be all cats. So I had Kabuki. I just got Kit Kat. I have Kit Kat as a card. Kiki as a card. Yeah. Rosie and somebody else. But Anka and Kabuki are gonna be a lot of money and I don't want to spend it. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> I'd rather spend there it on other games. places that money could go right now. I get that. <laughs> yeah. Like alcohol and weed. Exactly. <laughs> Something yeah. has to get have to get over it somehow. You know what I mean? It's like but, I really want Cherry because she's just like Oh, I like Cherry the punk dog. dog. Don't look at me because I don't know what animal crush. She's is. a little goth dog. And I it's like her. she's a real little like she's a red dog. It's very punk rock. Yes. And then like um, 80s punk rock. And then That's I want cute. Lucky because he's the little um because he's a star. No, he's... and he cry, cry, cries. <laughs> yes. But also because because <laughs> <laughs> he's a he's a mummy dog. Why wouldn't you want a mummy dog? He's so- he is so precious. Oh my god. He's I love stitches though. I am gonna do another Animal Crossing show because everyone's been asking for it. And you know, anytime like I do open casting calls for shows like that, like the only show I didn't do it for is my meme show because I was like, I need to get the show going, like I need to make this happen. So I invited like everyone I work with, plus people I wanted to work with. But people have been wanting the animal crossing and if i do it i'm definitely doing stitches because like i have a green screen suit and i want to do like green screen effects and i want to make it look really cool and i think for me to do something like that would be very different for me Mm -hmm. i like i'm challenging myself to do different um but i love stitches is so good he's a good boy and he's like i think that we're in a simulation he questions the existence of the game and why he's in the game he's very meta and i'm into that yeah but he's also a good boy. Speaking of meta, are you a fan of the Scream movies at all? Yes. Okay. Yes, 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 yes. And the parodies too. Yes. Because <laughs> the parodies are great. I'm sorry. Let's just, yes. yeah. No, the parodies are fantastic. Um, I've always been a fan of, I've seen all of them. Um, well, the ones until they did the release to DVD, like straight to DVD or Netflix. Um, I've seen all of them in the theater. Yeah. I like them because, you know, you'll get them. If you're a fan of horror, you'll enjoy them even more. And I think that's why I enjoyed them and, and watching them. Because I was like, ha, 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 you know, like this person, oh, you had sex, you're going to die. Or, you know, I don't know. I just think it's funny. Yeah. Well, that's like in in the, the like the second and third one, which are probably the, the least um, acclaimed of all of them. Oh, yeah, no. Um, the, the, when they started getting into it. Yeah, when even, now, even now when I watch them, I understand them more now as somebody who has more of an understanding of horror and how the how horror films work yeah now i i understand like 
I see it. Oh, okay. So like, I get it. So now it's like this, like the second movie is always like bigger scale, more death, more, you know, and then the third one is always kind of ridiculous. It doesn't make sense. And there's a big twist that you never saw coming. So I'm excited about five. I think um, I've been reading up as much as I can about it. Uh, It looks like Courtney Cox is saying that it's going to be really great and that Wes Craven would actually really appreciate it and like it. I hope so. so. I'm excited about that. That's good. Because I've seen number two and three. I've seen those. I don't, yeah. And then wow. they're gonna make like a modern day Scream Five. It's so, been so, so long since I've watched it. So like Scream I can't five, even. So Scream Five is gonna be. They're just... gonna open on a cell phone, right? <laughs> on an iPhone, someone's trying to FaceTime, <laughs> right? They're gonna pick up hello, and it's just Ghostface. What's your favorite but, scary movie? So <laughs> it's it's a continuation. It's a continuation of the story. It's not a reboot or a remake or anything like that. It's it's a continuation of the story. Um, Neve Campbell, um, Courtney Cox, and David Arquette are all back. Oh, they haven't had a gig in months and years. Right, so. yeah. So, they need them well, any of them Apparently, doing. they had to work really hard to get Neve Campbell back. She did not want to yeah, do Yeah, she's very particular about the movie roles. Like, I've heard that, too, that she's very, very particular on what she takes and what she doesn't. It's so funny because... The- oh, I bet you did Party of Five in the craft. Calm Thank the you. fuck down. And then also, she was at the last Monster Mania that I went to. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, so, you think you're hot shit but you're at this horror convention with a bunch of smelly people smelly smelly convention people i'm one of those people (laughs) i mean you know aren't we all in some form (laughs) so what from what i have have been reading they what they've done is they've released multiple drafts of the script to the cast so nobody actually knows which is the correct draft. Oh, that's uh, they, they had to do that with the Avengers because Tom Holland's fucking mouth wouldn't shut the fuck up about stuff. Yeah, but they, so they did that mainly because they don't want anyone to know who Ghostface is. And because it's going to be a different one. Yeah, and they don't know what the final cut is going to be. <gasps> I would love for it to be David Arquette. I'm like, why has it not been? I'm just saying, if it's David Arquette, like, I'm sold. I'm I'm 100 sold. I'm I'm wondering who they're like, <gasps> or if it's Neff Campbell all along and she's brainwashed everyone. I would love that. She I finally would see. snaps and she's she finally snaps. She's like, I'm tired of these people trying to kill me. I'm gonna kill them first. Mm, I can't Ooh. trust anyone. Everyone, everyone that I thought I could trust has tried to kill me. I would so. love that. Yeah, her yeah. brother, her her cousin, her boyfriend. Yeah, right. Yeah. I the- mean, just kill them all. She's she snapped. She's done. Oh, I'm here yeah. for that. Ooh, I'm here for that. <laughs> I, no, I love stuff like that. I love stuff like no, that. No, we're writing Scream 6. <laughs> right? I mean, come on. The Reckoning. <laughs> because I love what things call it The Reckoning. Well, I, I also, I'm also that. excited because I feel like usually the fifth movie in any horror I never series, that far. the fifth movie is always the one where some crazy shit happens that doesn't makes sense like makes sense exactly 13th like like jason wasn't the killer it was roy and in um halloween that's when they introduce the uh the niece which Mm, yeah right uh so i'm like maybe there's gonna be some crazy shit i'm hoping i'm excited I wonder who's going to produce it because it's, you know, if they got a good producer, it's going to be good. If they have somebody that almost sometimes does horror, I might question it. That's like, I want, 
you know, I, I want somebody in the horror realm that actually knows what the hell that they're doing. Are we IMDBing it right yeah, now? We are. <laughs> I'm like looking over produced Daddy's shoulder. By, let's see. Produced by. Oh, girl, I don't. I'm so Kevin bad. With Will- Kevin names. Williamson, who wrote it. Oh, okay. Kevin uh, Williamson, got it. I'm okay Gary, with that. Gary Barber, who I don't know. I don't know what. The, let's see. Let's see if the watch production companies. Yeah. Production. Company. It's all right. I just opened my phone and I was I was searching for. <laughs> <laughs> That's and it's like now everyone's gonna Facebook's gonna know and you're gonna start seeing wolf plushies on your algorithms to buy. I mean, thankfully, I never really like put, I never opened my Facebook that much. That's my, I, I feel like I can't ever really do a lot with my social media because yeah. So it look, work finds me, family yeah. finds me. So I'm, okay. I keep it very. So it looks like the production companies are Spyglass Media. Okay. I'm Ra- not- oh, okay. Radio okay. Silence Productions, Project X, and Outer Banks Entertainment. And then it's being distributed by Paramount. So I think this oh. is actually, I think they put out the movie, the first movie that I worked on. Okay. Blood Slaughter Massacre. Well, that's cool. It's a, yes. it's a very lengthy movie, but it's very fun to watch. <laughs> it's a lengthy movie. It's lengthy. I remember back in the day when we used to say fun to watch to be a read. <laughs> 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 we would be like, Oh, she's fun to watch. Oh, yes, it's true. It's true. Like it's true. Um, like Jack. Like, like sorry. Oh my god. Now this is a call out podcast. <laughs> I'll I'll bleep it out. It's- I haven't I haven't heard that in a minute. So that's like, oh, that's bringing me back. <laughs> well, we were we were talking about her when I when we did our interview with Erica. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I cannot believe you just brought her up. Oh my goodness. Now we are a call-out podcast. Now we're a call-out podcast. I I don't... I bleep all these things out. (laughs) Don't worry. Yeah, you bleep out shit like this, but then when I'm like, hey, can we bleep that out? You leave it. No, because... make me look like a fucking piece of garbage. Because you being (laughs) trash is part of what makes the podcast work. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not going to cut out quality content ever. (laughs) Quality content. I can't. I mean, you know, it is what it is. I love it though. <laughs> so you do like you work on movies, like horror movies. Do you um, like makeup I, d- I did a while ago before I kind of fully divulged myself into emergency veterinary medicine, and now I have no life. Um, but I did makeup for horror movies, um, basic beauty stuff, down to some like light practical effects. Um, I could sculpt things out, but not like very, nice. not like full prosthesis, but like I can make wounds out of like third degree and stuff like that, which is so cool. I love third degree. I have yeah, that stuff. I have all that stuff. Yeah. Fleet Street blood. Oh, yeah. I have all of that. Yes, yes, yes. So like I could paint like that. I did like little practical effects like that and a lot of beauty makeup, but that's, that's what I, that's what I did. I still love doing it. It's still really fun. I just like painting other people. Yeah, no, I love that too. I mean, this one, I'm just like, I like painting acrylics. I like doing, like, I just finished this. It's like yeah. all, like, it's going to be really cute. I'm doing Dragon from Shrek and I have- um, Oh, that's so cute. Oh, that's so yeah. cute. But it's for a holiday show. So I, it's going to be adorable. Like, it's going to be weird and creepy, but it's going to be by a Christmas tree. So it's going to be fine. Like, <laughs> so, so it's going to be festive. festive. It's going to be festive. And I have dragon wings and I'm putting swart, like 
fake Swarovskis. We can't afford the real ones. DMC crystals on the tips of them. So we're going to rhinestone that. Um, but yeah, I love it though. I, I mean, I'm a Halloween queen. Like I started doing makeup because I started doing special effects. I started doing Halloween. Yeah. So like, you know, they always say it's like two types of queens, Halloween queen or pride queen. Now we have three because we have quarantine queen, right? Because oh. <laughs> it's true. It really is. Yeah. A lot of, the, you know, a lot of the kids I have, we have kids that are in shows that are 19, 18 that would never have access yeah you know, to a bar otherwise, and they're able to express themselves, I think is awesome. Um, and it's safe because you're not in a place where alcohol is being served. Exactly. Because that's my thing with drag kids. They should have accessible spaces. They should not be in ours. No. I'm sorry. No. If you're not 21, no. Because, you know, you can't trust people. People are crazy. But yeah, like I, even when I was doing like burlesque, I was a very alternative burlesque performer. And like, I do all sorts of crazy looks and cosplay. I was doing that like years ago i say years ago because it's been a long time but special effects is what i love to do actually i haven't done it in a really long time but i have all the stuff because i got an airbrush machine i got everything but i just don't do it as much and i'm like no you have the stuff and if it's sitting there collecting dust you have to use it because i'm tired i do my stuff honestly that's kind of like where i've gotten because i i admire dotty for like having the um i want to say like self you are able to push yourself. <laughs> you are able to push yourself. I know this is the only time I'm ever going to give you a compliment. You're able to push yourself to put, Take it. Like, to do this face, to put on this look, ju- like, you know, and just take it just for a picture and like, just for yep. that type of like, I'm doing this for me right now. I am a garbage person on my days off. And especially like with the pandemic happening, my job has been very emotionally exhausting. So on my days off, I very much so like retreat. I literally texted her yesterday and I was like, hey, I'm going to come pick you up. We're going to just watch TV or movie or whatever. I said, but I'm going to pick up food. And I know that you probably haven't eaten any actual food today. (laughs) So what would you like? (laughs) And she's like, correct, I haven't. (laughs) So that's me though. I don't eat yeah. either. Like my partner has to make sure that I eat and take care of myself yeah. the same way because I'm a workaholic. Yeah, no, this, this, well, listen, we have our own very unique and wonderful partnership that I cherish. Like the day very. where I picked you up from getting your nails done and I brought you coffee. And then I was like, I also want to go to Walmart. And we stopped at Walmart and we went shopping at Walmart. And then we, <laughs> for Walmart Benny. is a for magical Benny. place. I love Walmart. We are, we're basically, yeah. we're basically a married couple. So, I love it, but you don't live together. Okay, we, don't, we don't live together. We're not actually married, but we basically are. And any any man that I might want to bring into my life will have to deal with that. Well, I feel it's like, a test. It's a test. Yeah, I feel like we've both kind of encountered that. There was a point where we were both, you know, like experiencing new people in our lives, and we were like, oh, we have to, we have to let them meet you because otherwise, that this won't work. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. No, I'm here for that though. Like if I was dating, I mean, I've been with my partner for eight years, but let's say I was, you know, single and dating, I would want my friends to meet them and make sure they're good. Like, and I mean, like we have our own family here and, you know, we have our own family in Westchester who we love dearly. And anyone who I think any of us date, I would hope needs to kind of fit in with the family and like get along with us. And we're looking at you, Carmen. Sorry, my drag daughter is sitting over there. We're looking at you. No, but it's true though. Even like uh, for some reason, like what I like in quarantine is my friends are starting to talk to my other friends. And I like that because it's like, all right, I'm attracting the same type of people. You know what I mean? Very mm-hmm. kind, very awesome and weird as fuck. Like, you know. I mean, that. isn't that all we need? That's it. 
Yeah, exactly. I like, to, I like to surround myself, but with weird people. I don't know if you can tell. <laughs> yeah, I, and I'm I'm the biggest weirdo. So you know, it is. I just don't eat. And I work a lot, but I'm still. <laughs> so we're gonna wrap the interview up. Okay. Uh, but before we do that, I want you to tell us what it is that you're working on now, um, and things that we can expect from you in the future. Besides so that the way, dragon from Trek. Besides the yes. dragon, <laughs> because I want our listeners to to be excited for for what it is yeah um let me start plugging uh, my twitch channel is twitch.tv uh, slash crimson kitty tv i think i had crimson kitty but then i forgot login and then i have one so now it's crimson kitty tv there you go i may own crimson kitty at this point i don't know we'll figure it uh, out eventually exactly <laughs> the dragon is from media meltdown they're one of the bigger channels in san francisco they do heavily themed immersive events like mine um so i'm there for their Shrek halloween i'm sorry I always say Halloween because it's always Halloween every day. Christmas special. So I'll have this. I just finished the ears and stuff while we were talking. Got to do the dragon wings next. Um, and then I'm going to be doing Jack Frost. Not the nice one. The killer snowman. Yeah, I'm yeah. Just doing that look. You know, that snow cone is pissed. I think that's funny. Frost and snowman killing people with like ornaments is hysterical. It's, that's it's a great um, show. I'm sorry. I, I love, I know. I think it's really helpful. Is that cat? Cat. No, that's, that's um, Carmen. <laughs> no, that wasn't a cat. That was a human. Okay. Um, I'm doing that for Bulimium Rhapsody's holiday horror showdown. It's Bulimium showing um, a horror movie. So my uh, night's going to be the Ginger Dead Man. And yes, they also have Killer Gingerbread Man. So I'm down that. for that. Yes. Um, I'm doing the Brooklyn Legends Showcase tonight, The Princess Forever. Um, nice. channel i'm debuting something very sad and emotional it's being very different than what i'm doing um and then after that i'm taking a goddamn break because i've been hustling so hard since august it. Yeah. yeah i've been i've been going hard since august and i need a freaking break and i even and, think like i know this podcast won't come out until this upcoming saturday however mm-hmm. today we will plug on our social medias yeah you're doing tonight yeah also on a sunday as we always do <laughs> I love it. And then I'm, yeah, I'm not producing until February because February 26th will be my official 15 year performiversary. Wow. Yeah. I'm going to be planning something. (laughs) I'm telling everyone don't produce that night. I have it. Just give me one fucking night. Yeah. So what what night is it? One night, just one night. And I'm going to be producing a big all around thing. I haven't decided what that is, but I have time to figure out what that is. As long as I claim that date we're good but yeah that's it i just i'm looking forward to taking a break <laughs> wait so do you have the date claimed oh i'm claiming it it's been claimed and what is it's it february? february 26th it's an february actual 26th. friday i always produce on a friday okay I, I work six days a week but i only do a group facilitation for the queer youth chat on saturdays so i can actually sleep in and like it just be like but i can still yeah. facilitate because that's what i do um but yeah no we're, we're throwing down we got bottles of champagne spare no expense like it's gonna get cute but yeah i'm taking i'm taking a tiny break but which is a lie because i always got gigs so <laughs> People want to find me, they can find me on Instagram at Crimson Kitty. I post on my stories, uh, Facebook, Crimson Kitty. That's where you'll get my thoughty pictures. And I still don't know what Twitter is. So I don't either. I was going to say, I'm going to have to like find you on Facebook and smash the heart when I see those thoughty pictures because. I, I love to I love to see my friends oh, yeah. being thoughts. I was literally I was yeah. so I, I was for looking you, back I have through. To bust your balls you a little do. bit because we are who we are. But I, I, I fully encourage and support you being thoughty. Yeah, I I was looking back through some of your thoughty pics uh, earlier, and I was just like, oh, 
I just love it. Just the titties, titties. Oh, I can't free wait to see. And, out yeah. and I do it in a way where it almost shows half a nipple, but it doesn't because I'm like so particular about it. Yeah. You're provocative. Yeah. <laughs> I love provocative sometimes. I do too. Well, I mean, I think that ties into burlesque a lot where it's just like, it's the tease. It's the element of like not getting the full satisfaction, but just, yeah. just yeah. enough to get you you give a little shoulder, you take it right back. Yeah, it's true. And it's like getting to the point where my friends are like, we want lewds and nudes. I'm like, I have some. They're like, yes. It's like, how many performers in my shows have seen me naked? <laughs> as long as there's consent. Consent yeah, is the know. biggest consent. thing. If there is consent, consent sexy. look at my tits. That's it. Just, I, I, I literally will post on Facebook and be like, if you follow us on Instagram, I'll send you a picture of my butthole and people will follow me on Instagram. So yeah. I'm like, here's your picture of my butthole, whatever. Yeah. As long <laughs> as it's consent, that's all yeah. that matters. And, like, and I it. love, and I love Dottie very dearly. I don't want to see her butthole. I mean, I would, I would, <laughs> I would, I would see it, but I mean, I've seen all my friends naked. They've seen me naked. I've seen yeah. Erica naked. I've seen Lacey. I, I don't give a shit at this point. Like they've all seen it. Like no, I don't care, but I feel like the picture from what I've heard of the pictures being described to me, it's like, I don't want to see your colon. <laughs> <laughs> I love like the one second of silence that came after that. Cause I wanted to laugh, but I wanted to wait. <laughs> <laughs> it was like that delayed reaction laugh <laughs> it is what it is you said well sometimes you want the hole sometimes you don't it's you know i like the pole and the hole like i don't but up, up. thanks folks i'll but, be here all week but the, but the colon the colon the colon i think colon. that's kind of where i draw the line i don't want to see the colon i mean about? you know i like holes because everyone has one so it's inclusive there yeah i don't go. mind i don't mind the hole the holes exist and they are there for reasons i don't know the colon see i've i've never been one to take pictures of my butthole until very recently um as i guess as i'm becoming more confident in myself i'm also more confident of my butthole i don't maybe i don't know yeah and that's your body positivity you're like let's you want it let's see it yeah i love it bleached butthole here we go my unbleached butthole i can't do people do absolutely bleach their buttholes okay god i mean it's like probably another spa service like a epilation waxing you can buy an anal bleaching kit on amazon huh interesting i mean you want to make it look cute and like susceptible for thoughtiness i can see that yeah, more more than one of my drag daughters have an anal bleaching kit. Yeah, it is what it is. Apparently, anal bleaching kits like I've learned this. I'm okay with it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, if you want to keep it all natural, that's beautiful. If you want yeah. to and brighten it up, that's beautiful too. You know what? As long as you're getting a return on investment, otherwise, you're wasting your money. Well, my go. thing is whatever makes anyone happy. See, that is my not hurting thing is, another person. My thing is, if I have to bleach my butthole, that means I also have to shave around my butthole. So that's a lot more work. So I'm not doing. Okay. <laughs> but wait, dingleberries? I do not get dingleberries. I am clean. Okay, good for you. <laughs> I wash myself. I'm just saying. No, I know. But like, even if you like, all right, we're getting into a dark place. <laughs> this is the scariest. <laughs> like, this is a Tuesday. This is a, this is a Tuesday for me. <laughs> this podcast has never been so spooky. <laughs> so I was about to start asking about your shitting schedule and like. Oh, you know, I shit multiple times a day. Which that's a, good, that's out, a healthy digestive system. Which is like, which I found out a lot of people don't. A lot of people sometimes only poop once a day, if not. Some people every other shit day. like 
every other day. Wild. Or like every two to three days. I, I have this coworker who's like, oh yeah, I haven't shit in like two days. No, I'm no, like, no, 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 no. That's not, how are they They're not? also very skinny. I'm like, you mm-hmm. A, don't eat, B, have a terrible metabolism and need to take better care of yourself. I am, I'm very regular. I go, I go the same time every day. I go when I wake up. Oh wow! So you're consistent, like like, like so. I go um so actually not and this not, is, not exactly and this when is I wake a up. sponsored ad for Pure for Men. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Pure for Men. Um, if only this was sponsored. Pure sponsored. for Men. If you want to sponsor us, please. You keep Dottie regular. Uh, you do keep me regular. <laughs> I, I I go so usually it's um I wake up I I don't have to poop until about ten o'clock ten a.m. Oh good. For That's you. my poop time. Uh, and Got it's it. like a doozy. And then uh, I go in the morning, again. Yeah. I go again around like 4 p.m. And then usually, depending on how much, like what I ate for dinner, I will go again around like 9 p.m. But that's it. Oh, it's 3 p.m. You have an hour. <laughs> after, after all this salsa fresca, I'm going to probably have <laughs> salsa fresca. Those yes. are going to hit my colon soon. Oh, well, you're damn right it is. No, no butthole pictures tonight. <laughs> I won't be bottoming for at least two days. Thank you. There you go. There you go. Or for another three months. Thank you, pandemic. I appreciate well, it. Well, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> so, Crimson, thank you so much. We had so much fun. I had fun too. I like stuff like this. Yeah. <laughs> And, and it was so nice getting to know you. You and I have not met. We do not yeah. know each other. It was very nice to get to know you. Same, same. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like my spooky Claire's accessories. I love, I love this. It. The Claire's Boo Crew. I see. Right? The Boo Crew. The Boo Crew. I feel like that should be our new gang. That's us. We're the Boo Crew. The Boo Crew. All of our guests are going to be the Boo part crew. of the Boo Crew. Part, I like, I want to be part of the Boo Crew. I'm down with yeah, it. I mean, you, you are. You are you, now. You're, you're, you're Boo Crew. That's it. <laughs> It just happened right now. This is yes, it. I'm into it. I'm here. Yeah, I'm inducted. <laughs> well, we 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 thank you so much. It's it was so much fun, and and I hope that our listeners will love you as much as as we have loved you this during yes. this two, almost two hours. Holy and shit! I know we had so much. I was painting. This is why I like to do stuff because it gets done. <laughs> yeah, and then you know, but also please. Uh, give my regards to Nan. I haven't seen her in years. Yeah, she's on. She's on the couch. Yeah. yeah. So let her know I say hello. Uh, and you were, you know, we're gonna we're gonna end the recording. But before we do that, we're gonna have to send you back into the afterlife. The sage out. The spirit realm. We're saging. I'm gonna pull out the Palo Santo. Oh, yes. Cleansing the space of of your filthy. <laughs> Accurate, accurate. Thank you so much. Bye, everyone. And that was our interview with Crimson Kitty. Wow. We fell down a couple of very dark holes. And one of them- like your butthole. Yes. And one of them was all about Avatar, which I am obsessed with. Oh, dude. Honestly, that is my whole life. If only I fell down Bolin's hole, I would have been- I wouldn't be mad about falling down Bolin's hole either. I, I'm bottom and I would like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, honestly, same. Like, Bolin, sit on my face. Yeah, I would do that. Mm-hmm. I'm all for it. I don't care if he's a cartoon. But he's a hot cartoon. He's like, a hot like cartoon. Like, who gave him permission? I don't know, but it was rude. Well, we had a lovely interview with Crimson Kitty. It, they're they're a wonder, like a wonder. They really a are so person. fun. And it was, I mean, 
Crimson and I go back years, but you didn't even know Crimson before nope, this. And I did not. Just what a fun conversation. And that's the thing that I've really been enjoying about doing the podcast. Toffee crunch. Correct. But that's one of those things that I love about doing the podcast is that we're getting to talk to people who we may not know, but we're enjoying our time with them and we're getting to know them and we're having a good time. So yeah. I'm, I'm all for that. No, I am too. And I've gotten to meet a lot of your, um, like a lot of your friends who you knew before we knew each other. And then like, I think we're both equally as obsessed with Chris Fox at this point. Yes. Chris Fox. We love you. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows if he'll listen? I hope he does. I hope he continues to listen because he enjoyed us that much. Because I love him. I we we, we love. Him. I can't wait to hang out with him in person. We love you so much, Chris Fox. Uh so <laughs> that was a little creepy. I, that was the point. As you are. This is an ooky, spooky podcast. Spooky. Spooky. Ooh. So before we go. <laughs> We have to do my favorite segment. That I fucking hate. Spoopy stuff. What you're about to see may disturb you. Why does this sound like ragtime? I don't Ragtime know. meets West Side Story. Yeah, for, it is. That is West Side Story. Was I singing West Side Story and I didn't even realize it? <laughs> so... <laughs> For today's spoopy stuff, <laughs> I am going to show Gulia the trailer for the Evil Dead video game. Oh, oh boy. Carmen, I'm stealing some of your wine. If this is your first time listening, I want you to know how dearly, how very dearly I adore Evil Dead. I remember I had the, what was it, PS2 game? Or Xbox game? I can't remember. I had that game, which um, was very fun, and I had that game. It was a lot of fun, but as we know, I take everything Evil Dead themed very seriously. All right. Well, I hope that you are appreciative of the fact that Bruce Campbell is going to be coming back for the game to play Ash. Zaddy. All right. Ready? Here we go. This looks like a thing we could play together. I'm actually really excited I'm about this. Excited about it looks pretty good. Um, I'm really excited about it. Did you actually find something that I liked? It looks like it. So I had a feeling you. So would I want to like play it. this. I do want to play this for sure. I do not own a PS4 or a PS5 because a I am poor. B I know how I am with video games, and I will not stop playing. When Mass Effect was out, and that was the last time I was really playing video games hard, when that was out, I did not sleep. Yeah. Bruce Campbell is a... I could just listen to him talk. I, I mean, bought correct. his audiobooks because I could just listen to him talk. Yeah. Well, the thing, the thing that not only is exciting about the video game is not just is Bruce Campbell coming back, but Scotty is back. Yeah. No, and it looks like it, it. It looks it looks really good. Fuck, you found something I like. Congratulations! But also, Mazel Tov, right? For all of our folks out there celebrating Hanukkah. 
but also um the badass bitch <laughs> that is um me well you yes but dana de lorenzo who plays kelly oh yeah, yeah, yeah is yeah. gonna be in the video game as well and she's so a, a badass and bitch. it's emerging of worlds which yes. is pretty cool you, you you get army of darkness ash versus evil dead and evil dead all rolled into one video game. I'm so excited about it. Oh yeah, because he has the boomstick and the chainsaw and and the knight. Oh yeah, the knight was in there. I was mm-hmm. like, wait, where does Army of Darkness come in? So we have the knight, Scotty. I can't remember her character's name. Kelly from Kelly. I can't. I was like, and then Kelly from Ash versus Evil Dead, which was a phenomenal series. That's the only thing that has come out from Evil Dead that I actually enjoyed. Yes, I, I, I'm looking forward to it. I'm very excited. I am as well. And I can't wait to play it with you. Yeah, we're going to have to play it together. Let's shoot because... some Deadites in the face. Oh, I love that. Yes. I love that. This is marriage goals in 2021. I mean, I think this is unfortunately who we are. <laughs> we're going to end up together with a house full of animals and this is going to be life. I mean, I'm not mad about it. You know, I I think I'm not mad about it, but I think I expected a little more. <laughs> I mean, listen, at this point, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, I think this... my mother wants you to birth my children, and if you want to cook them in like an incubator, I you don't know, want to carry them. And then we both want to I... have sex with sexy men. So very that. Which also, speaking of the video game, I want Pablo. Give me Pablo. Give me shirtless Pablo. Mm. I don't know about that. I love shirtless Pablo. I don't know Pablo. about that. I love shirtless Pablo. Bruce Campbell. I mean, Bruce Campbell, but also shirtless Daddy. Pablo. Bruce Campbell, but also shirtless Pablo. I can have both. Bruce fucking Campbell. I have two holes. I can have both. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like you do have two holes. Mm-hmm. I have a, God gave me a mouth for a reason. Probably not for the reason I'm using it for, but still. <laughs> I was going to say, Lord knows it's not for talking, because look at all the people who are not listening to our podcast. More than a thousand, unfortunately. Really? Yes. So. Oh, bless your hearts, babies. Once again, thank you so much for listening. If it wasn't for you guys, we probably still would be doing this, but no one would be listening to it. So thank you for giving us your ears for a bit. A bit. <laughs> That's an understatement. These episodes are lengthy, so if you make it through them, bless your little heart. Absolutely. But also, don't forget to follow us on Instagram. That's at I Spit In Your Mouth. And you can follow us each respectively. I'm Dottie Spartans. That's D O T T Y S P A R T A N S. And I am at Gulia Spartans, G H O U L I A S P A R T A N S. And you can email us at I spit in your mouth podcast at gmail.com. We also have a Facebook page that you could like. It is I spit in your mouth, colon, and Ookie Spooky podcast, much like my colon, but much cleaner. Which you can also see. Yes, you can. And then we also, uh, I just started a Facebook group, which only has two members at the moment, but maybe. If you all join it, it would have I even, more. I don't even think I'm in that and Facebook it is, group. You're not. It's called. <laughs> I didn't. I'm not, in fairness, I'm not on Facebook. It's a right. lot of people. It's called. I'm just gonna have to follow Crimson Kitty so I can see the thotty pics. Correct. The group is called "They Spit in Our Mouths" and Ookie Spooky Podcast so Group. I didn't even know this was a thing. Because I made it and I was waiting. And you didn't tell me. Cool. 
Love that. Because I because I because I thought I was just like playing around with something, and then it was like you officially made your podcast group, and I was like, oh, I didn't. You're like, ma'am. <laughs> I did I, I I didn't realize I th- I was just playing. Uh, so but there's literally only two two members in it, so it's not like it's anything. Nothing's happening. Wait, who's the other member besides yourself? I honestly don't know. So <laughs> some stranger. That's fine. Bless your heart, stranger. Ble- bless your heart for those of you who have been listening and liking and and following us on instagram and whatnot now also do not forget to rate and review and share this podcast especially if you are listening on apple podcasts your likes and your ratings and your reviews go a long way so please don't forget to do that and most importantly we are in the second wave of this pandemic so please don't forget to wash your hands wear a mask and back up your dick but also the most important one Creep it real.